Hey everybody, welcome to the Threadcast, episode 15, and we're here live with my peoples. Uh, if you guys haven't heard of the last episode, probably because we died, or it's not uploaded. <laughs> or, yeah, sorry about that. Well, it's all done and, you know, ready to go. We just need a place to put it, right? Yeah. If you, well, if you're listening to this, that means the other episode's probably up together with this one. Yeah. yeah. But they are a week apart, just so you know. And yeah, and well, that'll be the first time that we missed a date or a Sunday yeah. launch. Well, we might miss one today because we're recording on a Sunday. Yeah, so yeah. it doesn't matter because we have to wait till we get our our, our shit together, pretty much. Mm-hmm. But anyways, we're still here. We're just letting you know that we're getting it done. Yeah, uh, it's it's been a heck of a week so far. Uh, we'll, we'll get into it for each of us. Danny's still we're still Dannyless. Uh, what last we spoke last week's episode or the episode before this one, depending on when you're listening to this. Uh, Danny uh, was leaving to a trip to Arkansas, and by this point, he's on his way back. He's still not back yet. Arkansas, yeah, Arkansas, Arkansas. I saw him. I saw him on Facebook. Isn't he like like his last pictures were in Texas or something like that? Yeah, like he's okay. already on his way back. I think okay. so. He said he's still got like another day or two of of travel. It's a long, it's a long way. They went driving, so yeah, he's driving too, right? Yeah, he's also pitching and driving. Yeah, he's Danny, got the well. The hybrid, he doesn't have the hybrid. No, he, there, no they, he didn't was, they like rent or, or borrow a big ass van? Yeah, he went with yeah. a bunch of orphans and they, they took a van and uh, <laughs> he's taking the orphans to the show and now they're already coming back. It's been a week. So, yeah. It's a we'll hell of a road trip. Yeah, we'll, we'll, he'll break it down when he comes back and then, on yeah. the other hand, we're here, we're still here finding the good fight. We got the Grandmaster himself, uh, Deadshot, mm-hmm. Deathstroke, Sub Zero. <laughs> but he's not Deathstroke, but whatever. Yeah, I could be. I can lose track of all these names. <laughs> but anyways, uh, how's your week been, man? Pretty cool, man. Um, uh, My daughter's comic book class just for this week, Alonzo's Little Fish, it was uh, canceled because he's at Comic-Con right now. So Thursday, instead of going to comic book class, we went to uh, go see Planet of the Apes instead. And nice. I'll get into that, that movie. I, I thought that movie sucked, but I'll get into it. <laughs> um, <laughs> other than that. Oh, just play- like Spider-Man? Oh, hey. well, we'll get into that too. I thought I thought Spider Man was okay. It was, well, Spider Man was better than Planet of the Apes by a long shot. Okay, uh, who would have guessed? Yeah, but um, other than that, I've been streaming too until dawn. Uh, I picked that game up because it's free, so I streamed that a little bit yesterday. That's pretty cool. Uh, I bought Overwatch, but I haven't played it yet. Uh, it's already installed, but I haven't played it yet. Yeah, I saw you posted a picture of the case, and I was like, oh snap, it's about to go down. You yeah, enter my world over here. Yeah. <laughs> So I'll be hanging out with you guys there in that genre. Cool, cool. And what else? Uh, That's cool because you're gonna have all the characters available right away, right? Yeah, none of that, no DLC. Yeah, yeah. Well, I bought the what's it called, the deluxe edition or whatever. It was well, whatever the hell that that kind is called, and it was used. It was like fifty five bucks used, something like that. I don't know what it is, but it says okay. Like, well, the console only had like uh, oh, the Origins edition. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I think yeah. That, that's the standard version for the console. okay. Because on the PC, you had the option to buy like a regular edition, which was mm-hmm. cheaper, like forty bucks or thirty bucks, mm-hmm. and then or you could buy the Origins edition, which came with like extra skins. But I think the console versions were automatically they just released the Origins edition, so you had to buy that. Yeah, so at full price. So I'm gonna mm-hmm. get into that, find out what character I like. Knowing my playstyle, I'm probably gonna like and main the cheapest character. Uh, <laughs> Uh, maybe Harambe. I'll play as Harambe a little bit. Yeah, Winston <laughs> Harambe. Uh, and other than that, I've been playing a lot of back to MKX and Justice. Um, trying to learn Red Hood. I've been doing pretty good with him. Oh, Try cool. switching it up a bit. Still struggling a lot with Sub Zero. Man, it's it, he's like the worst character in the game. I hear he's real um, like uh, some of the one. I read an article on uh, Shoryuken uh, talking about how he's real combo heavy. Like 
uh, he's far as far as doing combos in the game. Like he's probably one of the better characters. And just yeah, he's he's combo heavy, but a lot of his his lot a lot of his shit's unsafe. So if you block it, you're gonna get hit by a full combo. His okay. his stuff's unsafe. His ice burst. That's the one where he like makes an ice grenade in his hand and he hits it on the floor. Yeah, yeah. MKX that was safe and Injustice that's not safe so you can't like end your combos and pressure with that anymore okay. but whole different game and that's how my week is man that's kind of a bummer though for him to be the bottom of the barrel it is man and then um, the Sub-Zero I, I have not yet lost to a Sub-Zero player either I, you played others on mm-hmm. online and nothing and, um, nothing special nothing special of course oh god it's it's Deadshot that's Deadshot's a dream right there man Sub-Zero's horrible against a zoner and I, I've been beating a lot of Sub-Zero's with my red hood too so haven't lost one yet but that was my week man a whole week of gaming and movies and I had the four I have four days off from work tomorrow's my last day off um I'm gonna be working when we podcast but however I work from like 6 a.m. to 3, so I'll be able to come here and podcast still. Okay. I just can't uh, enjoy our sponsored Rolling Rocks anymore. <laughs> our sponsor. Yeah. We appreciate you still, but <laughs> shout out to Rolling Rock. Yeah. So other than that, man, pretty pretty interesting, man. Um, hung out with a girl that kept calling me Floyd, so that was she was pretty cool. I like uh, that. Interesting. Probably problems. learned a name, though. Yeah, I finally cool. learned her freaking name, man. And she listen to this podcast? Step up. No, she doesn't listen. Does she know you podcast? Yeah, she knows that podcast. Yeah, and you she, tell her, like, hey, I got a girl, I got a podcast, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and then... Yeah. It's, not for, it's not for everybody. And then she found out, too, I play Injustice. She's like, you really like Deadshot? I'm like, yeah. She goes, have you ever played Injustice, too? I'm like, yeah, I love that game. She goes, she, she goes you're a Deadshot main, aren't you? I'm like, yeah. She goes, I knew it, Floyd. And I was like... Done. You sealed, yeah. the, sealed the deal. Yeah, she will not call me Ruben. She constantly calls me Floyd. She, right. And then people at work are starting to call me Floyd because they think that's oh, my real no. name. It's yeah. bleeding over. I was like, no, I'm like, I was like, no for whatever reason Anne calls me Floyd I I don't like well I don't care but like I was like please don't call me Floyd yeah, though yeah please let it go one of my yeah. friends call me yeah. Floyd <laughs> you know what I'm saying yeah so it was it was a pretty as you can tell by how much I'm talking it was a pretty right. cool week man so yeah I it's take like, it you're a big uh, Will Smith fan right Mm. <laughs> I don't care that he played Deadshot, but at the same time, I wish somebody else would have played Deadshot. Like who? I don't know, man. Anybody that I don't know, me, Jackie Chan, <laughs> Jackie Chan. <laughs> I don't know. That's, man, all right, well, that's a good question, man. And um, I Jackie Chan is Deadshot. He wanted to play Iron Man at one time. I remember he, what he made it. He's like, I want to be Iron Man. <sighs> that would have been that, that would have been sick. Iron Chan. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, you mentioned Overwatch. I want to say real quick, they had a big Overwatch championships over the weekend, mm-hmm. and uh, there was a lot of interesting signs. I think there's a Kotaku article right now about some of the signs that were posted up. I think one of them had, because Winston's name is the, the ape character. That yeah, yeah. About. That's why everyone calls him Harambe, everybody right? Kind of, yeah, everybody calls him. I call him Harambe. But uh, there were signs people were holding that said, dicks out for Winston. <laughs> pretty good. Pretty good stuff. Well, speaking of that, like like a tournament of Overwatch, like if you want to compete in that competitively, you got to like be with the group, right? Or can you do it yourself? It's a team game. You gotta have so your, you gotta have your, stack, your yeah. you gotta have your crew with you. Is there people that have like less than six, or is it no, always it's, okay. it's always six on six? I mean, there are some game modes that mm-hmm. like there's a one v one duel, there's three v three elimination or whatever. But I think the main focus is the the vanilla game six. six what six. happens when somebody quits during the game? Is it usually uh, if it's just like one person, the game will continue. Usually, somebody else will come in because there are people playing the game solo. So that's cool, though. So someone can join in mid-game. Yeah, if not, you know, obviously out. not in a tournament setting, but in the well, yeah, when you're just playing the game at your yeah. house, yeah, if people quit. The thing is, if a lot of people quit, like if half the team just drops out all of a sudden, um, it might like stop the game. It'll say like reinstancing. It's got to reload the game and, and cycle okay. a, new, a whole new set of people. So when you that's play, that's kind of like a Halo situation when people would 
the, back in the day when people would come in and out, you know, it paused everybody, had the the screen come up with the player list, and everyone had to wait, and then relaunch the game kind of. And yeah, this one wouldn't pause, but it, it, you would see the, the timer would stop, and then it would change to the word reinstancing, and that's when you knew that the game was going to load out, and then that's yeah. it. And yeah. Well, that's cool mm-hmm. that... It still allows the game so it lets people in and all that. How many of your friends do you play with? I know you play with Danny and Mars. That makes you a team of three right there. Okay, well, now this, this I've mentioned this, this before, but we have a kind of a team. Well, now Ruben, too. Yeah, yeah we're, we're, not, I get in there. we're not a, we're not a full six stack, but there's four of us that play. And so, and, like, uh, when you when you guys play, it's like some random guy come in for the fifth or sixth the, spot? Yeah, the fifth, the fifth and the sixth. But, so it's uh, usually somebody random that you you hook up yeah, with? Yeah, either, either it's a, a two-stack, which mm-hmm. is, you know, two people playing together, or a one, two, one, you know, two solo players. Okay. But, uh, yeah, we have a team. We call ourselves the, the world champions of the world. Mm-hmm. We're so good, they have to say it twice. Like, just think about that name and how freaking amazing it is, all right? World champion of the world, huh? Uh-huh. The world champion. Okay. I, like Fe- I like Paul Phoenix, man. Greatest fighter in the universe. There you go. Not the world, the universe. <laughs> if he was called like the greatest universe fighter in the universe. Like, <laughs> yeah, say it twice. Yeah, say it twice. Yeah. yeah. Like the world champion. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, we, we play pretty consistently. I'm uh, having internet issues at the moment, so I, I've been dropped out. And, and because of work, uh, I hardly have time to play with them. Yeah, life's happening, man. Like, I used to be ahead of them by, like, 100 levels. Now uh, they're the grandmasters now, right? Yeah, basically. <laughs> like, I'm behind them by, like, 100 to 200 levels now. How many levels can you go up to in that game? Uh, it just goes up. It uh, doesn't stop? No, like, because for every 100 levels, you accumulate a star around your, your character's picture. That's so how many stars can you get up to? I think you can get up to, you get up to, like, five stars, uh-huh. and then the thing turns silver, and then okay. you boom, another five, and then it turns gold, and another five. And, and there's, there's like, a ranking system in it, too, right? So, like, if you have, like, five stars, you're not going to play, like, a guy that has one star, right? Uh, you, yeah, usually it's pretty good about matchmaking, but you have to be it careful. It happens, though? Well, because of your group, mm-hmm. not, usually you're in a, like since I'm 200 levels behind everybody now, so now the matchmaking kind of gets all over the place. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we'll have new people that just get the game. Like if you started playing with us, it might mess up the matchmaking so that there's like five a level 500 guy, but then there's a level two guy and level three guy in the yeah. game, yeah. or that we would have all the stronger characters because we'd all be level 200 or whatever, and then mm-hmm. we'd be playing a bunch of team against new players because of the way you joined us. Okay. In matchmaking. All right, so I gotta get my gotta get my levels up before I join your. I mean, no, it's not you can join. And uh, the cool thing about the game, you have to be level 25 or 22 when you in order to play competitive mode. So how do you level up in the first place? Just by playing any of the game modes. Okay. Quick play and all that stuff. That seems like a pretty high level, though, to to gain entry to it, de- it depends. Because competitive is pretty serious. Like, I don't even mess with competitive. Like They take that shit serious. Yeah, huh? so you they want people to not... Just fuck around in there, you know. They they want you to you got you want to earn you want to they want you to play the game for at least a while. Yeah. Then you can try out competitive oh, and competitive. So, so I'm gonna I'm, you know what I'm gonna do I'm gonna make some YouTube videos. I'm gonna go in there and I'm gonna troll the shit out of everyone. You go go for it. I mean, <laughs> it's I mean it's a lot easier to do on the consoles and the PC because the PC it's a lot easier to complain about character. Okay? Yeah. Or you know uh, what do you call it like uh, do like official like. This guy is harassing us, or he's trolling. Yeah. Uh, oh, you, cons- can re- you can report them on the yeah, console? Uh, not on the console, no. PC, you can. On the PC, it's like real easy. You just like right click over their name before the match starts, or while it's going on, and boom, done. Damn. But on the console, we have no real way of doing that. So uh, you can do get away with that stuff. But yeah, so you do competitive, and uh, it puts you, in, you have to do placement matches uh-huh. to find out what your ranking is. So you do 10 placement matches, and then boom, it puts you in your ranking, and then bam, you're just fighting to move up the ladder. Okay. From there. Oh man! All right. Yeah. 
I told you that's a lot of Overwatch. <laughs> that's a lot on Overwatch, man. That's how, that's how my week's going, yeah, guys. Yeah, still sounds fun to play, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's how your week's going. <laughs> uh, and then uh, to our producer over here, the, the, the Tanner, the producer. Yeah. Uh, How's your man. week, cuz? It's been pretty boring, actually, man. Hell I'm yeah. not going to lie. Been trying to... I don't have any new games or anything to play. I've been playing mainly, like, uh, Clash Royale. It's like a mobile game on the phone. Mm-hmm. Just to keep me busy, and it's a game I usually turn on every day and play for a little bit here and there. It's pretty cool, actually. I don't know if you guys have played it, but definitely worth checking out. It's no, I checked it out. For you to download it. and play, so it's not like you have to invest anything. It's just okay. time. What is it? It's called Clash Royale. It's like a card base. You pick, like, you build the deck out of eight cards. It's one of those scams, isn't it? No, it's really fun. Of all the mobile games I've had, it's one I play daily, and it's, but I've been playing it daily for a long time, and it combines real-time strategy with, like, deck building... Right, but that game like it still gets you with those like free to play hooks and all that, right? No, I mean the only thing, I mean, you can pay to upgrade your cards, but the game matches you with your level with other opponents, so you're never gonna be, you know, if someone has bought their way to a higher level and their cards are better, you're not gonna play them. They're gonna okay. they're gonna be playing people who are at their same level. So you can, I mean, I've never spent a dime on this game, and okay. I'm. Pretty high level now at this point. I'm in with like a clan. We play regularly, like talk and stuff like that. And yeah, you don't have to invest nothing just other than the time. I mean, a lot of the stuff is behind uh, time gates or right. yeah, blocks. Yeah. So you get like a treasure chest and then you have like three hours, eight hours, or 12 hours, depending that on the rarity until it opens. And then you get like a certain amount of cards from there. And that's pretty much it as far as, you know, that's behind a, a gated thing. Okay. All that putting money is going to do is unlock those things faster or buy you some cards to upgrade them faster but uh, it's, it's not like you need to put a diamond really but it's fun it's a real time strategy too so you're playing and it's kind of like League of Legends style where there's two lanes and there's a base on each side and you're trying to blow up the towers but considering it happens you know like you know you're dropping cards down right. and units right it's it's pretty cool and it's it's not like uh you know a lot of games are you build a base or something and then you wait and then someone attacks you overnight yeah. while you're sleeping and you wake up and There's you're just been raided. Like it's very like just real time like in the moment one on one like a fight. Okay. You know, right. between these like cards you're throwing down. And there's tons of cards, they keep upgrading it and adding new stuff to it all the time. And uh, I didn't mean to be talking about this for so long, but it's no, actually no, pretty cool. Yeah, no, take yeah. time, man. Take you guys should check it out. It's actually been out for a while, so yeah, I've heard a lot of things about uh, it. Yeah, I know a lot of people do play it. If you haven't, definitely I've heard check a lot it of out. horror stories about Crash Royale. It's frustrating sometimes, but um, it's just cool because you build. It's, it was almost like a like a trading card game. You build your deck with all these, you know, it sounds, like, of, sounds like Yu-Gi-Oh. Yugi. It's, it's just like any kind of card game. You know, you have you you build a deck of eight cards, but you have tons of cards to pick from, and there's different things they do and there's different costs, you know, for each card, and so you can build, like, a little peewee deck that's kind of, like, going to swarm them, or you can build, like, a real tough, beefy deck, you know, and, you know, build it how you want, play it how you want, you, you go into matches ranked or unranked how you want and see how they do, and then, you know, there's even cool modes where you can team up with, like, two-on-two, so, mm-hmm. I mean, you can be playing against two other people, and it's, like, real chaotic and fast-paced, and uh, mm-hmm. it's cool, it's fun, All but... Right. Uh, that's about that's, it. I mean, other, right other than that game, uh, just been chilling. Hung out with some family a little bit more than usual because I'm kind of just been hanging around, so need something to kill the time. Yeah. Don't forget, um, we hung out. Yeah, we uh, saw Spider Man, which we'll talk yeah, we about saw, later. We saw Spider Man. Short answer is Palm. Palm. Yeah. 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 
And I, uh, yeah, I really liked it. I we'll like, get all into it, but yeah, I, I'd like to. I was pretty much just like, hey, man, uh, let's record something. And then he was like, why don't we go Spider Man so we can actually talk about it with yeah. Ruben? Cool. And yeah, so. unfortunately, we also recorded the Tekken 7 versus match, but we had to scrap the video. Because what are you talking about? I didn't, it I got don't think we recorded anything. Yeah, well, officially we didn't because you're not going to see it, but. <laughs> But we did record that, and that was cool. Tekken Seven's pretty sick, and I, yeah, I did okay. Maybe I'll get back into it. Who knows, man? Just with so much time, yeah. little time that I do have, it's gonna be hard for me to game. I still am, but it's gonna be hard for me to get. I mean, I would, I wouldn't get if you're interested in playing online. Those issues that I talked about last. That's time why I didn't. Still, that's why I didn't buy it because I went to GameStop. I was like, I'm either gonna get Overwatch or Tekken, and I remember you telling me you're gonna wait like you know 30 minutes for a match. I'm like, no, I'll wait. I'll wait till they fix this, then I'll buy the game. I. I the one of the day I had internet, the last day was a Tuesday. Um, I tried to play that morning, I did not get a single match. Really, I gave up and went to Overwatch. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm gonna wait till they fix it to actually uh, get get into it. So yeah. All right. it was fun though, from what I played. Other than that, I saw Dunkirk with a, an old homie of mine I haven't seen in a while, so yeah, it was kind of cool homies. to go catch up and then see this movie. And uh, it was cool too. I'm gonna talk about it a little bit later, spoiler free. We're gonna have a Spoiler edition of Spider-Man since everyone's seen it. So yeah, this time. Yeah. Yeah, so when that comes up, if you're not too. trying to be spoiled, skip ahead. To, yeah, well, uh, I'm trying to put it to the end, towards the end of the episode. So yeah. uh, that way you can listen to most of this thing with no problem. Okay. But Dunkirk, uh, yeah, I'll just it'll be spoiler free. It'll be more yeah, because I, I still I'm, I'm actually planning to watch it in a couple of days. That was about it though. Okay. Just looking for new gig, new job in the meantime, and. Trying to kill my time with whatever in between, playing the drums and some music single. and stuff. Yeah. Well, you're doing the more band stuff now, right? Well, I, I thought I was, but turns out I haven't jammed with the other band because <laughs> they haven't been jamming, so they've been calling it off. They've been calling off the jam sessions. Yeah. So I've just been playing the drums on my own, some headphones here and there, kill some time, good little workout. The room that we record in always gets pretty hot, so. Yeah, right, right now. It's yeah, hot. we're just sitting here, and, and the sweating. grandmaster's wearing a beanie. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm wearing, I'm wearing like, I'm wearing a bright blue T-shirt. I got my red Deadpool chanclas on, and uh, straight up chanclas. Yeah, I got, I got some uh, yellow Five Nights at Freddy socks on. So I thought, since I'm so straight colored, GameStop. So I thought, I'm like, just I thought, picture that. Folks. Yes, and so I, I thought, got I'm so color- beanie on. I thought I'm so colorful. I might as well put on my orange beanie. Yeah, and uh, you're like cooking your brain right now, right? <laughs> Not really, man. He's like, a hot, he's like a human hot pocket. Yeah, it's not too bad. <laughs> but yeah, that was my week, so. Okay. It's not bad, man. It sounds like Clash Royale is pretty gangster. All right. Yeah, I mean, if you take away anything from what I just said, <laughs> play Clash Royale, it's pretty cool. All right. All right. So, yeah. <laughs> and then and uh, go see Spider-Man, and then go see Dunkirk, but we'll talk about that later. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, definitely well, see Spider Man. How was your week, Rod? Oh well, my yeah. How was your week, Rod? <laughs> I was gonna say that, but I didn't know. If- no, no, that's cool. I yeah. usually set myself up, I guess, but uh, I want to rub it in for a second. Um, let's see. My week has been pretty interesting. We, uh, the only thing I can think about the, from the beginning of the week was us watching Spider Man, listening to War on the way over <laughs> to the, which is pretty good. You can never go wrong with War. Yeah. Yeah. If you guys haven't heard of War, check them out. Yeah. Shout out. <laughs> a little to late, War. but. Why can't we be friends? Let's throw it out there. So that's on. Uh, anyways, yeah, uh, work kind of took it all up. And then uh, as of yesterday, I, I got home from work. Um, and a bunch of family were at my house. And I was like, oh, snap. Like, I can't record the podcast because, like, I, these are all my family from out of town. Mm-hmm. And I, I had actually had secret plans to drive to L.A. today and to go visit them because they haven't seen me with my, my car at all or anything. Mm-hmm. 
And then they were all at my house. So I was oh. like, crap, I can't just leave. And, you know, while they're all here. So I stayed there. Um, we had to get together. And then my aunt, they all, they all had gotten back from visiting, uh, like, a ranch in the family. And uh, uh-huh. I guess where, where my fam- deep in Mexico, where my, my, my family hails from, Zacatecas. Uh, or somewhere like with some crazy name like that. <laughs> Spoilers. Um, <laughs> and my, <laughs> my aunt came back. And she pulled out this freaking, <laughs> she pulled out this little vial thing. And she's not, it's not my aunt. She's like my mom's aunt. So she's like my, we call her like grandma and stuff like that or whatever, like super aunt. <laughs> yeah. And uh, she pulled out, not a vial, but like, it's like a little shot bottle kind of thing. Like Yeah. And b- by the motions you're doing with your hands, your fingers, it looks like this thing was like, what, four or five ounces maybe? Yeah, about four or five ounces. And she said, this is like, this is the stuff we, we make right there at the freaking ranch, son. This is some tequila, right? It, it's tequila. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was tequila. And she's like, we make this right here. Like, it's from the ancient. Like, the Mayans used to drink this Fuck. shit. That's what she was telling me. And I'm like, come on, Grandma. Like, <laughs> I, I should preface by saying, I'm a, I'm a whiskey drinker. I like whiskey. I like the hard liquor. Mm-hmm. And, like, I drink it, you know. That's, what happened when you when you took a little bit of this tequila? All right. So, she hands it to me. I, I pop the cork, the little cork that's on it. And then I take a sip. So, I was like, maybe I shouldn't down it. I had a bad feeling. And so, I took yeah. a sip. And immediately my mouth went numb. God, it's like at the dentist, huh? Yo, it was, it was insane. <laughs> and like, it so had you're a, one and done. That's all you needed. No, like, because it, it had a taste. Like, it was a, it was a good flavor back there. Did almost. it burn at all? Oh, it burned. It immediately burned my throat. But like, while it was going down, I could taste like the, there's like a good some taste. Ap- some like good after there's, effect. Yeah, yeah. And, but then it immediately was like fire. I felt like there was steam coming out of my mouth and my nose. And then she was like, aha, and then she had her own little bottle that she just drank instantly. Ah, she just chugged it, huh? Yeah, and then I, I kept kind of drinking here and there from that thing. It took me like an, almost an hour to finish that thing. Really? At least it felt like it. But I couldn't feel my face, or I mean my mouth, and like, it was the strongest thing I ever tasted. So this yeah. four this four or five so ounces. My God. This four or five ounces kind of got you a little tipsy, huh? A little bit. Like, <laughs> I, I remember. Um, you can't feel your face, I mean. Yeah, like, I, I was just sitting there like no, how could this be like <laughs> i got punched in the mouth or something god and then uh, i remember i was just like i gotta order the biggest greasiest burger i could think of and i we, we did and that helped out I, yeah. I got the feeling back in my mouth but it was weird eating a burger with with your mouth numb but uh yeah that was that was freaky damn man you're all chewing on your cheeks and stuff uh, you know, like, uh, yeah i don't know i could have zombie zombied myself time. yeah sounds like you drank the devil's cough syrup man Go i ahead. don't know but i, I want more <laughs> <laughs> Talk to your aunt, man. Yeah, tell her to bring some for this, man. She, she, I don't know why she brought such a little vowel. Don't hold out. Bring she brought a little vowel because she knew that was going to fuck you up. Yeah, apparently, she's like, Americans, you ain't going to handle this. Yeah. This thing's like sacred. Bring over a case and just ration that throughout the day. Yeah, we can. Dead, that's it. I want to be sponsored that, by that. So that and the rock. Rolling Rock. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want her to spot my aunt, super aunt, to sponsor this thing. But uh, yeah, it was pretty neat having the whole family over. They all kind of cool. having a gawk at my car, which is pretty neat. Yeah, they all got to see your car. See so. it once. I, I immediately washed it before I got home, straight from work. I was like, oh, I took it oh, straight so to the car wash. Better. Oh, yeah, it was, it was gangster. And nice. then, uh, yeah, uh, especially my cousin, I have to say that he was, uh, I was living with him in Vegas. He's the one that let me over at his house. He's the one that got me up there and got me set up with a job and stuff. When I left Vegas, I really, I kind of felt like I gave up because I couldn't handle it and I had no job when I left and everything, you know? So, like, I, I knew he kind of looked at me like, you know, like, hey, come on, man. I, I gave you all this. Like, I tried to help you out and you couldn't make the most of it, you know? So, I wanted to prove when I got back here that I, I could make something of myself, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to get the car that I said I was going to get yeah. and I'm going to get the job and working. So, when he showed up, you know, I showed up with my car and he came out and saw it. I, I was wearing my work uniform and my name on it and mm-hmm. everything. 
So I, and I can see it in his face, like you know, he was proud. Like he's like, all yeah, right, that's all good, right. man. Like, I, I faith restored. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's, he's, yeah. He looked at me again, like, all right, I, I, I see why I even like offered you in, to to Vegas in the first place, right? He, he saw some potential in me. You know, he wanted to help me out. I didn't really take advantage. I kind of like just let it sit there. And so yeah. I'm glad I can kind of return the favor just by showing him, like, hey, look, I'm, I'm whooping ass over here, son. <laughs> That's good, man. Yeah, just gotta keep it up. And then uh, made some new friends playing Overwatch. A friend of a friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, I give her a shout out right here. Uh, I use her gamer tag. I don't know if she wants me using her real name. So <laughs> shout out to, to Dark Suki. I don't know if I, I probably said that real dumb, but uh, she's cool. And she actually plays fighting games, and we were playing Injustice. Really? And, wow. Uh, I gotta say, she's she's pretty good. She whooped my ass a couple times. She's she knows how to use Black Canary, which Make is pretty dope. Yeah, kind of like I mean, if I pick Superman, that's it. I win. But any other character, she'll she'll she'll. She'll take me to the house. Yeah, Black Canary can be a real pain in the ass. She is a pain in the ass to fight. Especially with her damn character trait. I hate her character trait. Oh, the scream? Yeah, and it freezes you for a full combo. Yeah, it gives her, especially if it's at full power, it gives yeah. her enough time to run all the way across the screen and do whatever she wants. But yeah, shout outs to her. She's she's real awesome. And uh, yeah, uh, pretty cool playing games until my internet died. So I've been having to do other things. Speak, continuing with video games, uh, one of the biggest, the biggest fighting game tournament of the year just happened mm-hmm. uh, called Evo. Wait, did we talk about Evo last week? We did, I think, talk about it. I think we talked about how we're not going, though. Oh, yeah, we talked about how we... Yeah, but we talked about how it was before Evo had... Because Evo just ended. Yeah, Evo didn't uh, start. Last, yeah. But now we can talk about, you know, the winners. Well, Evo was going on while we were recording. I could have sworn I talked about, oh, yeah, I watched the Smash Brothers Yeah, because it was going on. Mm-hmm. But we recorded at, what, Saturday? Mm-hmm. And the finals were Sunday. Yeah. Except for Smash had their final Saturday, so they okay. to Yeah, they, they had their final Sunday, and they showed off a couple of trailers, too. Yeah, there were some big announcements there. Uh, we'll get into some of those things. Sure. Uh, just real quick, uh, first, I want to shout out to Tokido for finally winning a Street Fighter trophy. At Evo. Yeah. He won Evo the very first year he went, the very first Evo, before he was even called Evo, for Cap- a, Marvel's, oh, not Cap- Capcom versus SNK2. Okay. But he's never won a tournament for Street Fighter. He's gotten second place before. He's tried, I think last year he got second place against mm-hmm. him. He lost to Infiltration, and he's never reached that glory. Yeah. And, to see and he's, him, al- he's always been an Akuma loyalist, too. Yeah. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Akuma got put in the game recently. Uh, no, not recently, but mm-hmm. recently enough, I guess. First the first DLC character of Season 2. Yeah. The, but it was, yeah. I think it was after the last Evo. Yeah. So he's had this whole, like, break to train, and uh, he showed off He showed off Akuma, and he finally did it. Coming from loser's bracket, no less. Yeah. He got knocked out by the guy that he uh, placed, fought against in Grand Finals, which is no slabs himself, uh, which is, uh, I forgot his, uh, his PG, ISPG Punk, mm-hmm. um, who is a young guy. Like, out of nowhere recently, I've been hearing that he's just tearing up tournaments. Yeah, he he's is. he's known for being, like, taunting people and doing teabags yeah. and stuff like that. <laughs> like, he just, he's, a, he's 18 years old, and he's just living it up. Mm-hmm. And then, boom, he saw this is the biggest tournament. So you have the old veteran Tokido probably playing video games before the punk has been alive. Yeah. They said that, too. The, the announcer said that. He, right? Yeah. He said Tokido's been playing, has been in this before punk was even born. Yeah. So, and then you got the new hotness right here, like, doing his thing and, like, working people left yeah. and right. And, and a lot of people wanted punk to win, too, because yeah. it was an American. Yeah. Evo's yeah. always somebody from Asia winning always it. Somebody, yeah. And they wanted him to win because it was an American. Yeah. Last year, we had one American in top eight. Yeah, like Joe. Long, yeah Long Island Joe. He, and and uh, he wasn't, he was, like, top eight. And I think... Yeah, he, he got like fourth place, fourth yeah. or fifth place. 
and, and this, all the, re- all the rest year, were Japanese, right? This year, yeah, yeah. And this year, we actually had a bit of, of Americans top eight, but mm-hmm. Tokido knocked them all out. Yeah. Because he was fighting from the loser's bracket. So, Punk knocked them earlier in the tournament into loser's bracket, knocked Tokido there, and Tokido fought his way back to face him again in grand finals. And he had to beat him twice, right? Yeah, he re- yeah beat him twice. He reset the bracket, and then he beat him officially mm-hmm. to win the freaking tournament. Nice. Yeah. And the... Tokido doesn't speak much English, but they did interview him. Yeah, and he said fighting games are. And he made the he made the commentator cry. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, James, well, James Chan cries every year at Evo. He cries Shout every out year James at Evo. Chan, he cries every year at the end because it, usually it's him commentating with Seth Killian, mm-hmm. and they both are like, it's their passion, man. They they love fighting yeah. games. They're, they're they're involved with the scene. So usually Evo is the biggest spectacle, and it's a, it's being broadcasted on ESPN now. But that, since was, last that year. was pr- that was pretty yeah. cool though. He was like, because um, what's his name? What's that guy's name? The guy that interviewed him. It's uh, Gutex. Like, uh, yeah, Gutex. He said, "Is there anything you want to say? Do you want to give a shout to anyone?" Mm-hmm. He just got on the mic and said, "Yeah, fighting games are great." Yeah. that's all he said. And then it made it made the the commentator cry. Yeah, the commentator started crying. And then they put he, the camera on. Him he's like, he's like, why did he have to say that? Yeah, because <laughs> the guy. I mean, he puts he put. Like you gotta understand, uh, you we we know what's up, you know. Yeah. You, you got a thing for passion for something. Other people might think it's dumb, but yeah. like that that's his life right there. And uh, the commentator James Jen, he's a good guy. Um, uh, I met him last year at Evo. Cool. Just kind of a quick handshake, but like, but yeah, yeah, he's very passionate. He cries like every every year, but really? this year, this this time, definitely after what you said, yeah, he after that interview, out. he balled out bad. Like he could like, not like speak. somebody like somebody loved just died. He balled yeah, out yeah, bad. It was, yeah, Tokido just straight up said like fighting games they're they're fun, they, you know, they're great and that's it and like what else could you would you say really? Um yeah, that, that was kind of big, it was emotional. I I was watching uh, on ESPN which is pretty dope in itself. That is a cool, yeah. That's, the fact that, that it's on ESPN, yeah. That's yeah. a thing now. Yeah. I remember there was a thing last year where like people who were watching ESPN going like making tweets like what the heck was what the heck is a fighting game tournament doing on here? And then some of them even coming around, like, while it was going on, they were like, this thing's actually pretty interesting. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's, pretty it's, neat. it's pretty cool to watch. And I'm going to be, I'm going to say this too, coming from another competitive fighting player. Um, professional gamers are not and should not be considered professional athletes. I don't know why they, some gamers want to be considered a pro- called I professional think, athlete. I think it's not, yeah. yeah, I don't know about that, but uh, I think they should get some, some of the same treatment as far as like, Traveling is concerned. Well, the like, tra- hey, I got to travel to tr- a tournament, and then just because they're not considered athletes, they don't get like, you know, they get their visas blocked or something like that. Yeah, I agree. They, I agree uh, with that. I agree. They should. They should have. They should get you know the full treatment. But I don't think they should have that title. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no. Not but at they, all. maybe call it something else. But give them the same. You know, no, as professional, far as, like, professional gamers fine. Yeah, professional gamers yeah, fine. Call something else, but make sure you know. Yeah. Don't yeah, block them when they're trying to travel. Should not be associated. Yeah, because I know some of them want to be called that, and then people who made YouTube videos should gamers be called or considered athletes. And coming from me being, you know, an ex-pro athlete with my Muay Thai and everything like that, I can tell you right now, it's it's, it's two it's two different animals. Yeah, it's a different realm. Yeah, so I mean, sorry guys, but it's, it's you're not athletes. Yeah, yeah. you're not an athlete until you get kicked in the face. Yeah. Also, golfers, you're not athletes. Come on. <laughs> you remember, they call Tiger Woods the greatest athlete oh, of the year. Come on. I'll, I'll, speaking of that, yeah, I'll, I'll, sorry, I'll never forget right that Mike that. Tyson interview. He was fighting somebody. I forgot who he was fighting. He goes, the the guy interviewing him said, okay, Mike, uh, he's lost a lot of weight. He's saying if he's faster than you, um, he'll be able to beat you. That's his game plan. What do you think of that, Mike? And he puts they put the mic to his face, and Mike's like, well... Everyone has a game plan until I punch them in the fucking face. Yeah, <laughs> you remember true. that? Yeah, yeah, it's true. Oh, I loved that, man. Joe Rogan says that a lot, too. Everyone has a game plan until I punch them in the fucking face. 
<laughs> I remember hearing that from Joe Rogan. Also, he used to say, like, yeah, everybody's got a game plan to get, until you get punched in the mouth. <laughs> and yeah. That's it. It all goes out the window. And, uh, yeah, like you were saying, there were some announcements there. You want to go into some of those? Uh, um, if you remember anything. Yeah, like, let me let me go into um, – let me skip a – let me put that little bit aside. Let me go into Injustice 2, and then I'll go into the announcements. So the Injustice 2 final was against my uh, – it was a Dragon that – the finals, grand finals was against Dragon and Honeybee. Of course, everyone knows how Honeybee sent me to losers last year. Um, so everyone wanted Honeybee to win because he was using Flash, which was considered low tier. So he was a Flash loyalist, and he made it all the way to grand finals using a low tier character. And then um, he lost to Dragon using Aquaman, and then you know everybody was everybody was booing Dragon because they wanted they wanted Honeybee to win. And they're also, you know, if you go to the comment section, they tear Dragon up apart too, saying, oh, you're just spamming that damn tentacle, you're spamming the damn Trident Rush, which, you know, that's true, but you got to understand too, this Injustice 2, it is mostly the, the the game of, okay, who's the king of the spammers, you know what I mean? Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah, it's true. You're right. And so whoever, you know, so that was, that was pretty cool. So Honeybee, Dragon won it, but... And second place was Honeybee, and I I got the opportunity to play with Honeybee last year. It was pretty cool, even though he beat me. I didn't take it personal. Never had a chance to run him online again, ever again, in MKX or Injustice 2. Just haven't had the chance. I ran into I ran into Tom Brady. Okay. <laughs> so that online. was that yeah online. It was my dead shot against his Aquaman. This is before Sub Zero came out. I've ran into who else have I ran into? I ran into Dragon too. He beat me, but I never, never had the chance to play Honeybee again. Hopefully, I can one day. But I think you're right about injustice. Like, I, I sometimes I play some matches as Superman, mm-hmm. and I'll be there like trying to do combos, and like I feel like I'm trying real hard, and like having a hard match. But then it's like I think about it, I'm like I totally could just sit back and just laser spam them, right? my lasers. Yeah. yeah, like if I really wanted to. But yeah. then it's like, you know, am I really giving? You know, I don't want to play that game. Yeah, yeah but. You gotta understand, I mean, like, well, people out there who haven't played it, gotta understand it's uh, it's a spamming game, man. It's yeah. it's who's throwing the most projectiles at you. Look at the latest trailer for Starfire that just came oh, out. Oh shit, she's, she, she's she, got she, some spam in she there. She got too. a lot of zone and spam. So unfortunately, that game it's more about who can zone better than who can actually do more combos and skill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's kind of sad because I remember MKX is like definitely combo heavy. Yeah, there's only like one spam character. Oh, there's, there's two. There's Jackie Briggs, full auto with her machine gun. Right. And Kano Cybernetic, you can spam a little bit too. But you don't really see those characters getting super far, you know? Spe- well, the thing about this, uh, like I use uh, Kano, all his variations. You guys have seen that. Yeah, um, yeah. Cybernetic, you got that really fast uh, knife throw, which is a mid too, so you can't duck under it. But also, uh, Cybernetic has no overhead. So they're always blocking low. So when they're doing that, you just got to keep chipping them out with your knife or you got to grab them and throw them. So it's really hard to land a combo with Cybernetic. I've done them plenty of times, but it's it's difficult. So that's kind of its catch-22. With Injustice, there is no catch-22 or there is no double-edged sword. You know, you everyone you either just spam or you try to outskill them, and mostly outskilling them doesn't work. Yeah. So in... Uh you still on Injustice, or you want to get into those announcements uh, that came out? Yeah, that, that's it for Injustice. Uh, the announcements, there was, I saw two trailers. I saw that uh, DBZ fighter release trunks, which everyone saw coming. Yeah. So uh, I liked, I really liked the screenshot they leaked. Not leaked, but they released a screenshot before that trailer, uh-huh. like a week ago. Mm-hmm. And it was the shot of him uh, when he killed Frieza. Mm-hmm. Like when he, he put the, his arm underneath, you know, he put his arm underneath. I'm trying to, this is a podcast, but yeah. I, he, he fired a blast from underneath his, his other measure. arm. 
Huh? Just yeah, imagine just it. imagine it. And then, but when he did that in the show, like the screen froze while Frieza blew up, mm-hmm. and like, um, and it turned if, if the screen froze and it turned brown, mm-hmm. and the screenshot was a brown screenshot of him doing that blast to yeah. like, blow Frieza blowing up, which is pretty dope. And um, from what I saw in the gameplay trailer, you can tell he he fights with his hands and f- he has a sword, but it, his sword is like I think a more move set. Like he's not always using the sword. Like he has punches, he has kicks. And then you see at the end of his combos, he uses the sword or like some kind of slash or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I think his sword, I think his sword is going to be move set. It's not just going to be out there slashing. So that was it for DBZ Fighter. Also, this wasn't at Evo, but uh, Piccolo and Krillin were leaked too. So I think it might be a little cool to play as Piccolo right. a little bit. Krillin, nobody likes Krillin, man. So he's got that destructo disc, though. Yeah, he's got that. Yeah, it's, it showed that in the leak screenshot. Right, that's it. Like, and then it had it showed Piccolo his arms stretching like Dalsim, and I don't know what that move's called, but that that move where he, like he throws that cannon out, you know, it's like he does something with his he puts his fingers on his head and then he, you know, what I'm talking about he used that move to kill Goku's the brother. special beam cannon. Yeah, special beam. He he used a special beam cannon. And then what else happened? Oh, and Tekken, Tekken Seven, Geese Howard's coming, huh? So how you feel about that, man? Because uh, you, you play Tekken most out of everybody here. Yeah, and uh, um, Geese Howard has always been a nightmare for me. I had a friend that used to use him really well, and I was mentioning earlier the before the podcast that he has a command in the CVS two that where it's a literal pretzel on the stick, yeah, and then a you know button press, um, and he used to be able to pull that off, and it would ruin my life forever. But uh, in Tekken, I don't know how it's gonna work again. I mean, I'm, sure, I'm sure it's going to work because they made, they made Akuma work. Yeah, so so I'm sure, sure they'll make it work. I think it's awesome. Uh, Tekken 7 that's doing what uh, – so far, I haven't been really satisfied with what Tekken 7 has been as far as, like, the complete package. But they're doing some things uh, – I don't know if I mentioned, but they, they are adding, like, Tekken bowling back to it. Mm-hmm. But Geese Howard in the game, it looks interesting. Um yeah, I, I kind of want to see him he's, wreck. Yeah, he's got all his moves back, too. He's got that air fireball. He's got the raging storm. Raging storm. I always loved that move for some reason. Even though I never played as Geese, I would always liked seeing a raging storm, raging storm for some reason. I think yeah, that I was the pretzel move. As uh, Geese? Nope, never played him. He was usually like a boss character that you would have to unlock in the game. Yeah, he was like, oh, okay. he was like he's like the M. Bison of Fatal Fury. Yeah, kind of, pretty much. And uh, he's uh, Rock Howard's dad, of course. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, uh, like, like Akuma being a Tekken... I, I kind of like the idea of having all these Tekken guys getting their asses mm-hmm. handed to them by these characters from other games, <laughs> uh, yeah, right. which is pretty good. So, uh, And also, the fact that tech, people that play Tekken don't really play those characters because they don't know, or they're not familiar with it. So, Yeah, other than Takedo, who do you know plays Akuma from Tekken? Uh, the, the professional, professionally, like, like a high level. Yeah, like the, the, the one I saw at Evo... Uh, was he's, but he's a Street Fighter player, Punko. He used to play Punko Seth. Uses, and, yeah, yeah, he, he used Akuma, and uh, there's a video on YouTube of a guy he played in pools. It was a guy dressed as Brian Fury. I saw he did like a ninety percent. Yeah, he combo. did a ninety percent combo. He wrecked that guy's life. Yeah, he he. He had like almost a full stick of stick of health, and he did like because he did like two because you can like cancel like do like a four dash cancel like you could in Street Fighter Four right, right with yeah. Akuma, so he had like what was it two bars of meter? So he did a combo four dash cancel, did another combo four dash cancel. Well, also, I think he got him in the wall. He hit, too. He hit the so wall. That, the wall's too. free combos. Yeah, so he got like that was that was insane. I saw that too. He did it. It was sad. Like I remember the commentators looking at that Brian Fury guy. Yeah, they're like he, look like look at this guy. <laughs> like, look, he's wearing the Brian Fury mask. I'm pretty sure he's crying under there. Yeah, God. Yeah, he was all. I remember that too. He was all Brian Furyed out. Didn't, didn't even put like a fake scar on his face too. I, I couldn't like, tell, but yeah, yeah he, he put he a fake scar on his face too, like Brian Fury. He went all in. He went all in. He had the ma- 
mask. I think he even dyed his freaking hair white too. Wow. Yeah, that was. Uh, that oh, was I, I saw that ninety percent. Yeah, I want to see some KOF people get on Tekken online if it works and whoop some Tekken players with Geese Howard and show people what's up. Like that's what I want to see. If they do, like we rumor, we had the rumor about the Guilty Gear character coming in. I think it turned out to be Geese. Mm-hmm. But uh, or Geese is not Guilty Gear, but like the new secret character we thought was a Guilty Gear. Maybe for the next one, if they do put one in there. Uh, hopefully it's a, one of them I know how to use. Okay. So that way I can work, go to school on these Tekken kids. Yeah, <laughs> which is uh, something I'd like to do. Yeah, yeah, so that was that was it for Tekken, and they had one more for not in any particular order. They had one for the new Marvel vs. Capcom coming out too. I think Jetta was revealed. Did you see that one? The the who? I think his name's Jetta. It's from Darkstalkers. That purple looking vampire guy he has like a scythe and everything like that yo okay yeah 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 so they have him back i mean, I never played him in darkstalkers I, I usually played the wolf in darkstalkers i forgot his name and uh but from what i'm reading the comment section it's basically he has his move sets back you know same kind of t- type of character he has an air dash which people said he had in the old game too so they did that but as far as that game goes i don't i hope they prove me wrong i don't think that game's gonna be a big hit though so it's definitely not a game I'm buying out. I'm not pre-ordering on getting on first day release. I'm gonna let it ride out a little bit, then read the reviews. If it's good reviews, I'll pick it up. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. And then uh, the only other one I saw that you didn't mention was um, if you're a fan of the Guilty Gear series or the other series that they put out called Blaze Blue. Yeah, um, they, they did some kind. Yeah, I, I didn't they're watch. Doing, they're doing a big crossover fighter with with some other games that they did, like low key, mm-hmm. Blaze Blue, and then another game called Under Night in Birth, which is another two D fighting game, uh, the Persona fighting games, and then uh, there's a show called uh, uh, that Rooster Teeth does called Ruby. I don't know if you guys heard of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they do a show called Ruby, and it's, it's about girls that fight demon stuff. Whatever, it's kind of a- very anime. It's kind of like Skullgirls, or. Would you say something like that? Yeah, I, 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 could, I could see that. Um, but it's all like a 3D made or whatever. It's And, um, yeah, it's a neat show. Um, my brother's a real big fan of it. I never really got into it. I always thought it was kind of silly. But the main character of that show is going to be in there. And uh, it's a pretty neat idea for a big 2D crossover. It's kind of not what people wanted because people have been dying for Blade Blue versus Guilty Gear. That because, sounds pretty cool, too. Because But the, since Guilty Gear is on the new engine, mm-hmm. then, so they put all basically all their old games, the 2D fighters, on this yeah. one crossover. Yeah. And real quick about, about Ruby, uh, the guy that made it was a guy named Montium. And he used to do the animations for, like, the Red versus Blue. And he got real big because of that. Mm-hmm. And then he started, they gave him his own show with Ruby. And I uh, know he got, Rooster Teeth picked him up. He did the series called Dead Fantasy. I don't know if you guys ever saw that on YouTube a long time ago. Mm-mm. It was like old, like, 3D videos of, like, uh, Final Fantasy characters whooping the crap out of each other. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, he made that. Um, and then he got picked up by Rooster Teeth. And then he he, he passed away a couple years ago. He had, okay. like, a... Yeah, so he went in for simple surgery, and it, yeah, there was complications, and he died. That's that. God knows that fucking stuff happens so fucking often. It's unbelievable, man. You hear about a lot of athletes and wrestlers dying that way too. They they go in for a surgery, and then there's a blood clot, and they're they're gone. And that's you know? it. Yeah. It fucking sucks, man. But with Monty, he yeah. um, he one of the last appearances he was in in anything was Gutex and Mike Ross had a TV show on on Daily Motion. I think it was they mm-hmm. had a show. And Monty M was a guest, and he talked about how he really wanted Ruby to be a fighting game. And he had his, his own ideas, because she used to use a scythe that had a... It was a scythe that was a sniper rifle also. Wow, that sounds the, really yeah, interesting. The, the guy has the amazing idea. If you watch that show, Ruby, and you see the ideas of like the weapons in that, that thing, they're ridiculous. And uh, all the respect to that guy. 
But yeah, he had ideas where like you know you could slash with the scythe, but if you meter burn, it'll slash and then fire the shot, the shot yeah. or whatever. That sounds pretty cool, man. Yeah, and and it's kind of happening now. So the Guilty Gear guys are are putting that character in the fighting game, and it's and it's a big deal. So. He's you know he's not alive anymore, but his his dreams his dreams kind of being realized. Yeah, his legacy's yeah. still there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's uh, I'm really happy about that, and I'm pretty sure my brother is too. And yeah, that's, that's cool. as far as evil news. I think that's that's kind of it. It's kind of it, man. Bummer we had to miss it, but you know my you know my job's kind of un- unfortunately more important. <laughs> were, yeah, you just so, got that. Job, I just so. got that job, and it's a good job. There too. will always be next year. Yeah, sure. I think Injustice is going to make it again. I hope they, they fix the fucking game, which they probably won't, but who knows, um, who knows man. Guilty Gear didn't even get put up on the main stage, even though it was one of the games. It had their, they had their finals on Saturday. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's a thing. Um, moving on, uh, Comic-Con is, is winding down. It's coming to an end. I think, it's, well, technically by this point, it's, it's, it should have just ended. Yeah. And uh, I haven't gone in a while. We mentioned it a little bit. I, I had my I've never been. My never run been. went there, but... Uh, of course, new exciting things happen from Comic Con. Before we used to never get those trailers that come out at Comic Con, but ever since people kept leaking them, now people are just they're just being released. So uh, there was like an Infinity Wars trailer, but we didn't get that. That's the only thing that probably I think didn't come out. Yeah, but like uh, DC is like has since last year has started to release everything they've showed. Yeah. So you know we got a new Justice League trailer. I'm super happy about yeah, that. It looks, it looks pretty cool. What do you guys think? Uh, it looks it looks cool. Um, I know Danny hates the Aquaman, but I, oh. I know. Uh, but Danny like, can like, talk to fish, all right? Yeah, like Danny said, um, <laughs> you know, he'll give him a shot if he likes him. If he's a good Aquaman, he'll he'll give him the benefit of the doubt. So hopefully, that, uh, I think Danny's definitely since the first trailer came out. He, I think he's come around for sure. Yeah, that's good. And then uh, I know my daughter's gonna want to see it because Wonder Woman's in there. Wonder Woman's her favorite, so she looks like she whoops ass now. Yeah, way. she's hot as usual. So <gasps> yeah, <laughs> yeah, she is. It looks cool. <laughs> uh, all right amazing analysis by, by our producer uh let me see uh it, i mean i'm gonna go see it so and, uh, and i want to say real quick i don't that know who the main bad guy is or anything well let me tell you the main bad guy is if you guys are familiar with dark side i mentioned him on the show talking about certain comic arcs uh he's got an uncle and a general that goes by the name of stefan wolf so dark side rules planet apocalypse and he sends stefan wolf to collect the mother boxes which are these cubes that let you teleport to Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. There are three of them on Earth. One with the Amazons, one with the Atlanteans, and one with the humans. So he's going down there to collect them, uh, as far as I know. And then that's that's the setup. Okay. Batman's got to put the team together. So if, that's why, if you guys watch that trailer, there's actually a lot of locations in that, that thing. You're kind of wondering how it's going to show all that stuff. Yeah. They show the Amazon place. They show the underwater stuff. Mm-hmm. Pretty, and, you know. So there's a lot going on in there for sure. Um, yeah, I'm I'm super excited. Uh, I showed Tanner the poster that they released. It looks straight like an Alex Ross uh, cover, yep. which is kind of awesome. The fact that it's missing Superman kind of makes me sad because I want to see him done like it's like a live action Alex Ross piece. Yeah, it's just pretty dope. Yeah, that was a straight Alex Ross kind of concept. But Superman's gonna be in it. Yeah, he'll be in the movie. He'll sure. be. I think he's going to be showing up near the end of the movie. To I read an article that a kid asked at the panel, like, mm-hmm. "Where's Superman?" And that Aquaman was like, "I don't know if you've seen the last movie, kid, but Superman is dead." <laughs> and then Wonder Woman was like, uh, "Like, look, if you're a big Superman fan, you're going to love the Justice League." And so you know, that's yeah, kinda so obvious. she kind of gave it away there. Yeah, huh? she's like, "I can't say anything." Well, but you're going to love the Justice. I mean, League. it even has the Superman logo in the poster that we're talking about, and he has shown up in. Like, I mean, the movie did end with. 
kind of knowing there was going to be a little nod oh, there. Resurrection. Oh, spoilers are so funny sometimes, man. <laughs> but also, uh, he has been in some of the promotional stuff. Like in the toys, he's already there, you know, yeah. shown in the toys. So Yeah, I mean, even the way the trailer went, it ended with Alfred talking to somebody. And everything is super. I thought, I, thought it was, I thought it was a T-Rex at first because, you know. The, yeah, they, they did the whole uh, water Maybe thing. that water shaking is him busting through the wall or something. And then Alfred's just, saying, just, hey, you well, know, I we, hear we knew that you would show up, but you're a little late. Yeah. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be like the final fight. I hear a lot now of Now here comes Superman, and he's going to show up. Probably while they're all fighting, and it's going to be this big moment. He's going to punch Stephen And then the they're face. all going to gang up. And then take we all go down. home. And then movie ends. Everyone claps. And it's, it's, not, it's not going to be a struggle with Superman there. You know, yeah, so. they got to keep him outside out of bounds so they can be like, "We're having such a hard time." Yeah. And then and he goes, "Boom!" Comes. Then you're home. Like, you definitely hold off on him until uh, until the end because I think a big plot point is, "Oh, Superman's dead." And yeah. I know they're going to do. And, uh, even in the trailer, you know, Batman's going to be like, "Yo, I put him up in the sun," so I think Superman's ready right now. And then, well, because in the trailer you can see them, you can hear them saying, "Oh, well, Superman's dead, and the 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 Batman isn't doesn't care anymore." And who's yeah, like he's a no show, stuff like that. So yeah, yeah I think it's yeah, it's going to be like a halfway through type of thing, and then Superman's coming back. Oh, for sure, it's going to be real dramatic and yeah. comic book in every way, and I'm going to love yep. it. But I'm going to love it. Cool. Yeah, it looks cool. I, uh, I, hope, I hope they have that Wonder Woman theme song there too, man. Yeah, just for Tanner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because uh, he loves that song so I much. If they will. They're gonna they have got a, to, man. They they're going to have a... Yeah, she's going to bust out at some she's point. She's going to do like some fight Whenever scene. Whenever they debut her in her suit, it's going to be during some moment and she's going to come out and you know they're going to cue that song for at least five or six oh, seconds. Because yeah. they, they did... they're going to do a fade until... Yeah, because the they, they did it in Batman versus Superman, which was when she blocked uh, Doomsday's beam. Remember that? Because mm-hmm. like... When she Batman, first showed up when yeah, Batman, Batman crashed and then Batman's like, oh shit. He's like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> and then oh, she comes shit. and she blocks it with her gauntlets. Yeah. Then that, they played that song and then they played it in the last, or not the last fight, but like this. Was it the last fight or the second to last fight in Wonder Woman? Uh, no, they played it uh, right after the No Man's Land scene where mm-hmm. the, the guys were in, they, they ran across and then they were getting shot at from some guys in some windows uh-huh. and she just busted through the window. Oh, yeah. yeah that, that's when she like killed the sniper. No, the rev before, before that. Okay. She was okay. killing the dudes inside like the buildings. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that, 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 that song's going to be somewhere in there. Oh, for sure. For a few minutes. For sure. I mean, the trailer was playing, the orchestra that was playing during the trailer was actually from the Man of Steel uh, theme. So, there's some Superman there. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then, uh, of course, uh, Marvel had their own set of trailers. Oh, well, before we move on to Marvel, there one more DC news. Uh, the Flash movie got a title. It's going to be called Flashpoint, and it's going to be taking over the Flashpoint storyline. Okay. Which is the one I mentioned, uh, I think, a couple podcasts ago. Well, a lot of podcasts ago, probably at this point, where uh, the Flash goes back in time, as he does, and fucks everything up. He saves his mother and changes everything. Butterfly effect, you know, that stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, Superman, instead of landing in Kansas, he lands in Metropolis. He gets picked up by the government. Um, Batman, instead of Bruce Wayne dying, it's his parents. Oh, instead of, instead of, I just said it right there. Instead of his parents dying, it's Bruce Wayne that dies. Wow. And his dad becomes Batman and his mom becomes a Joker. His yeah. mom becomes a Joker? His mom becomes a Joker. It's so freaking good. There's an animated movie of this called What's Flashpoint. What's it called? called Flashpoint? Flashpoint? Yeah. It doesn't really go much into that Batman stuff, but I have the actual comic book of dealing with Thomas Wayne as Batman. No, it sounds cool. He's, yeah, it sounds he drinks good. heavily and he shoots guns. Who does? The Thomas Wayne version okay. of Batman during this Flashpoint universe. He, he Batman uses a gun. Yeah, and he drinks. And he, well, there's nothing wrong with that, but the gun part. <laughs> no, but the, here's the cool part. The thing I think that makes me even more excited about this was 
if you guys watch Batman v Superman, there was a flashback to Batman's parents getting killed, right? Uh-huh. And who was playing Batman's dad? Don't remember. Who was it? Who was it? Negan. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. He's playing... Oh, he was? So, yeah. So, if they do the Flashpoint story with those actors, that means the Negan person... Negan is Batman. Yeah. Wow. He's going to play the Bat Dad, which he has one of my favorite Batman symbols. It's red and black. And, and he has red eyes instead of white eyes. Wow. And, uh, yeah. So, if that falls through... That was could be freaking amazing. Wow. Also, Maggie played his mom, uh, Bruce Wayne's mom. She what? played, yeah, she played Martha Wayne. Uh, that's from weird. Maggie from Walking Dead was Martha Wayne. That's weird. Those two were in. I, don't, I can't believe I didn't notice. I so, love Negan. Yeah, man. there's a little glimpse of her acting like the Joker. That's like, gonna be weird huh. and cool. But yeah, he would be the perfect actor to play that part, and that would that's that would be awesome <laughs> if that happens. Yeah. So that, that's a long way off. Sounds cool. Yeah, and then uh, getting into Marvel, um, Thor. Yeah, Thor Ragnarok. This looks good. There was already a trailer before, but they had another one come out, which, which was also good. Which was also really good, and it showed more of uh, Hulk. I don't remember the actor's name now. Mark Ruffalo. 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 Uh, so he was in it more, and it kind of showed how they team up, and then it showed the, the villain a little bit more. Had a pretty cool song behind it, and uh, it looks cool. It looks it looks fun. It, it looks, looks like fun, a cool yeah. adventure. And, um, I like the idea of. Hulk and Thor kind of teaming up, and then Loki, you know, they go to break him out of, you know, Loki's always up to some kind of trouble, yeah, but then again, Thor's always like, well, you're my brother, and I have to kind of give you the benefit of the doubt that you're not all bad, and help us out, and he usually does come around and helps him out, but then, you know, fuck yeah. something else yeah. down the road. But I, w- I wasn't into the last two movies, but this one actually looks really good. I, I didn't mind the last two. They were okay. I probably liked the second one a little bit more than the first one. Just because the first one was pretty heavy on uh, origin story and a little bit slower than the second yeah. one, kind of just got right into it. And this one looks cool. I like how they're, you know, kind of giving him a the the planet's all new and everything's new, so it's kind of a fresh start. You don't really know what's going on, mm-hmm. and it's kind of cool to see him out of his element a little bit of trying to, you know, fix his wings, so to speak, and kind of get back out there. Because I think the idea is he's banished and he's kind of on this planet and he's trying to get off and, you know, pull himself together. And then he meets these characters along the way and everything. Yeah. But it looks cool. And I, I think that's going to be a good movie. Oh, yeah, I like the style for yeah. sure. It's real neat. They're going for that, like, 80s kind of. Yeah, I think it's also heavy metal vibe. James Gunn director, which yeah. I think was the guy who did um, Guardians. Guardians. So. Expect probably, you know, that same style of, you know, how he treated those movies. Not sure how comical it's going to be. There's definitely, I mean, even the trailer you can see there's some some elements of comedy there between him and Hulk kind of yeah, which is pretty talk neat to crap see. to each other. And then, I want more Hulk talk. And I, I do like <laughs> the way that Thor kind of goes about being casual about stuff, you know. It, you can see him before he's even fighting Hulk in that arena. He's like, oh, man, my day was horrible. My hammer broke, so that's kind of fresh. Yeah. And, I, I, I like the first trailer when like he found out he's fighting Hulk. He goes, I know this yeah. guy. Yeah, <laughs> we work together. <laughs> that's, work. A cool, that's always like... He's all excited when he yeah. came out. He goes, yes! He goes, I know this guy. There's a cool thing about Thor and also uh, Chris Helmsworth. I think he does a good job at bringing that character out. I don't know when it's coming out, though. November. It's November. going okay. it's the same time as Justice League. It's going. They're going right head to head. To head. Yeah, this is going to be dope. It's so gonna that's going to be everybody f- wins when that happens. <laughs> yeah. So there's going to be Thor and some other Marvel stuff between that and Infinity yeah. Wars. I think Infinity Wars is probably going to. I'm not sure how that picks up, but Thor's involved early on with crashing into the Guardians of the Galaxy ship and then kind of 
trying to figure out what the hell he came from and what's going on. So I'm not sure if that's a kickstart to the whole thing with the Thor movie, yeah. how that how that movie's going to end, but we'll see. And then the, also probably the most talked about trailer that I heard of coming out of Comic-Con that people keep talking about uh, is that Ready Player One. Yeah, we I saw that trailer. It looks we, yeah, pretty... We for the podcast. Looks uh looks different in a good way, I would say. Looks pretty cool. It looks like this is just a lot of shit thrown in. Yeah, yeah it's pretty is... confusing if you I mean, I don't know the story of that book. You know, it's cuz it's off of a book and everything. So, it, most of that was over my head. I, I mean, I see a lot of pop culture references. Yeah, like like Freddy Krueger's in there, the Yeah, and that's all cool. I mean, that's all cool and it's good to see all that stuff mixing together, but Really, I had no idea what was going yeah, on. Yeah, it's pretty you're weird. You're racing, just, and then you're on this track, and then you're fighting. And then you're shooting there's people. There's no narration. The DeLorean's there. Yeah, it just yeah. looks like a big mix. And then you see the guy take off whatever. his VR set, breathing heavily. So but Let's so. let's talk about, like, Freddy Krueger blasted guys. Yeah, you got, you got, you got lit up, man. Fucked up. Like, what you, first of all... Why is he there in the first place? Why was he there in open combat, like... You know, when it's the Freddy Krueger is like he's slurk, you know, he's slinking around the shadows and stuff. Like he's right there, like ha, ah, and he gets, he gets blasted. Well, I mean, uh, so I don't know what the story is. It's just all VR, so that's an excuse yeah, to. Yeah, like, I just want to break it down, okay? I mean, frame I think by just, frame. It's, it's VR, so that's an excuse to throw in anything and anything we want. So you think mm-hmm. somebody what? was controlling Freddy Krueger? I think like, without I think it's, Freddy Krueger, it's just a, it's it could just be a, a means to, man. Yes. That or it's an AI. I mean, so, I mean, think about. I think it. it's Freddy just a way Krueger to get blasted. It's a means to throw anything you want in there without really explanation. Yeah, just it's just like, oh, it's just a VR. Someone maybe is controlling him or whatever, or maybe it's just written into the code of this. People always talk about Easter eggs in movies, and looks like this game is entirely made up of Easter eggs. Yeah, there's a lot of people. A lot of people. Yeah, like I could not tell you what the overall point or goal or arc is of this character or what's going on there because it just looks like a mashup of yeah, it's just a a bunch of stuff. A lot of shit thrown into one. Into one, you're watching it go go 100 miles an hour. And no one here read the book, so I mean, I didn't even know it was a book until you mentioned it. Yeah, I mean, it's been out for. I think a few years. Okay. I know that guy after that has written a couple other things, but that was definitely people love that book and it kind of blew him up. And uh, I mean, I don't even know if he's a good author. I mean, I guess the book is. He's got. It's got to be if it makes it to the movies. Well, I, mean, I don't know if that's more or less of his writing or more or less just because he was able to write all this mashup of a bunch of stuff people love. You yeah, know, and somebody looking at it. like, look, I think this is possible. We can we can put this in a movie. Yeah, which is also weird. I think too. On top of that, with Steven Spielberg. Picking that movie to, or picking that story to be made a movie, you know, usually he does more. What he does is a little spinoff stuff, but more or less it's serious stuff or something along those lines. But I don't know. I mean, he must have saw something in it, and he's a great director. So I guess we'll see what he does with it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm curious to just check it out just to see all what's yeah. in there. Whatever they got me. Yeah, and there's gonna be more trailers released too, so I'm sure in the near future you're gonna we're gonna understand the story just a little bit more better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean I'm sure for people who read the book that that yeah, perfectly they, made they sense know, yeah. and they under, they were like, oh, that's this point, this point, and you know, it was pretty confusing <laughs> for us yeah. to be blind going into it. Yeah, and then, right. then speak. They didn't they didn't show a trailer, but speaking of Marvel too, they're they're going they're the Venom movies ago, so yeah. That's pretty cool, and I think that I think it's pretty cool that they're putting Carnage in there too. Is the that's gonna be really that's gonna be really sick. That's gonna Venom, be cool to see for sure. Venom and Carnage going at it on the big screen. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, Captain Marvel. Uh, it's gonna be set in the nineties. Yeah, I was gonna say Captain Marvel. They didn't have a trailer or anything, but they no. did have some promotional displays, and it looks like Captain Marvel, like you said, is gonna be based in the nineties. Yeah. But she's gonna be fighting the Scroll, uh, which is being a 
been a big enemy type or, you know, faction, whatever you want to call it, in the this Marvel world. Universe. So I guess that's kind of cool that they're introducing them through this movie because that's probably going to lead to them being, like, the main villain in some other stuff or maybe teaming up down the road yeah. with some aliens. and well, Who knows? I mean... Some I, other movie, you know, whatever. After yeah, Infinity but, War, like, it's all up in the air, kind of. Mm-hmm. So this her movie's kind of the first movie that's going to take place, like, after that, right? And, yeah, I mean, I, but I had forgot about those enemies, but they, they have been in the Marvel Universe for a long time, and, and for some characters' stories, they are a big deal. So yeah. I think that's kind of cool that they're, yeah, they're put into it and, you know, they're... That's kind of the nemesis for, for her, and it should be cool. Okay. I'm excited for that. And then... Uh, I don't know the actor. I, don't, I haven't seen her work that she's it's doing. It's uh, Brie Larson. Uh, and you have seen... She's in Scott Pilgrim. She is the ex-girlfriend that has her own band, that big band, Clash of Demon Head. Okay. Blonde hair. They play that show. And she was singing that one song from... What was the band? Metric? Yeah, Metric? from Metric. Black Sheep. Mm-hmm. But she was lip-singing it, right? No, it was her vocals. Okay, but the actor was... I mean, in the movie, I guess she was lip-syncing, but the yeah. music was her vocals. Okay, yeah. Okay, okay. She cool. did sing the song. Uh, but yeah, and, and since then, she's won an Academy Award, so she's a Academy Award-winning actress. She's going to play Captain Marvel, Marvel's first female-led film. Yeah, we'll see here. Behind DC's ass. Wonder Woman, so... Yeah, uh, and continuing with Marvel, but stepping away from Comic-Con, I guess, uh, we saw Spider-Man. Yeah. And now all three of us have seen Spider-Man, and now we can talk about spider Man. Yep. And also be aware we're going to be doing a spoiler conversation. So if you're having not, yeah. if you haven't seen it or you're not interested, then check the next timestamp and go Which on. It'll probably be the end of the show. Yep. <laughs> Judging by how, how much time we're going to do. So Spider Man, like, like I said, we all just finally seen it. It was just neat. You kind of talked about it, how it was actually like a 6 out of 10 for you, you said? Uh, Yeah, a little bit. I mean, I'm not going to see it again. <laughs> I mean, of course, to each its own, but... I was worried uh, when you said that, but mm-hmm. after seeing the movie now, finally, I can say... Well, Tanner, you go you get into it first. I mean, you, I think you guys obviously like it more than I did, so... Yeah, I really liked it. They did the same kind of, uh, of idea with Peter Parker dealing with people finding out who he is and kind of um, balancing the superhero life between his personal life... Mm-hmm. And people attacking him, you know, to who, who he's closest to him, which has kind of always been like a theme with the Spider-Man movies. But I really do like how they they do that with Spider-Man and Peter Parker in particular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I did, I did. What I did like about it, I like the Vulture. I thought that was a perfect. Yeah, Michael Keaton was awesome. Yeah, he was, I thought he that was a perfect. Shoot up every scene he was in. I thought that was a perfect pick. I like how he I also liked too how he was intimidating too. Like. He didn't say this, but he like he literally told Peter, "Okay, don't you fuck with me or my family, I'll kill you." You know, something like that. Well, I had asked some people like, "What was your favorite scene in the movie?" And but hands down, that scene of him, the whole car ride and holding him with the gun right there, on like the arm. piecing everything together. Yeah, when, like, when, he, when, that, he, when he figured out he was Spider Man, yeah, whole minute or two of, of the daughter spilling the beans, so to speak, on yeah. all these things that are going down. And Keaton's not a dumbass, and Vulture, you know, he's he's putting it all together. And Peter, at the same time, is is not a dumbass, so he's. He's sitting there thinking, like, dude, he, he knows. Yeah, like, he got made. He is, and he he was so shocked, I think, by it, and caught yeah. off guard. Well, 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 well the, Peter, the daughter leaves, and then the whole scene with him, like, then just turning around and being straight up, like, dude, like, just that tension. Yeah, that yeah. tension and being straight up and being 
the whole speech and then like you're gonna tell me thank you that I didn't kill you right now I can yeah, shoot you uh, right in the head and cool. Peter Parker just I knowing just your life, to pick yeah. his battles and being like damn he knows I cannot dodge around this but that was thank a- you sir and yeah. leaves but then after that it's like you know what's more important that's the like that struggle between being at the homecoming you know hence the the, the movie name or going after what he thinks is more important which is yeah. Doing the, the from, good the good fight from that moment he went to, him. from the moment he went to pick her up at the house and the, the big reveal at the when he opened the door yeah from that point on to the end of that ride was is, was all really well done yeah, yeah. And, and of course like for you guys I haven't seen it spoilers Peter knows <laughs> yeah Matt spoilers yeah Matt spoilers yeah that was Peter the Peter Peter knew Peter knew he was the vulture before the vulture knew it was Spider Man first because he already saw him you know without his armor and unmasked yeah. or whatever yeah. so that's when he opened the door he's all shocked you know. So that was, I like that scene. That was pretty cool. That was a cool. cool scene. But other than that, I did like how everything planned out. I mean, I like how um, even saving them on the Washington Monument, you know, he's like, oh, I've never climbed this this high before. And yeah. it kind of, kind of sets reality for Spider-Man and, and what he has to do. Or even stupid little scenes where he's running through the park because there's no buildings to grab onto. What you guys, you guys think of the shocker? That, was that that other villain you were talking about? You can yeah. you mentioned like I didn't I like. It was, how I thought he was so was minor that it yeah. didn't make or break anything. Yeah, for me. I, I think they fucked that up, man. I mean, it, yeah. it would have been nice maybe to have him in it a little bit more. But like, I mean, give, if, give if him, you give were him a better, look, give him a better looking suit. All they gave him was those arms and a little bit of yellow cloth on the end of it. You yeah, know? but I think I think at the same time they were only writing him in as kind of like a shoehorned. Yeah. You know, they wanted to throw someone else in there. So at the same time, I wasn't bummed that he felt more like an Easter egg. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was more of an Easter egg, exactly. As for, as far as being someone in there, and that was cool. I mean, because they're never, they're not planning on doing a shocker movie or anything full fledged with yeah. him. So at least they threw him in in that retrospect. Yeah, but, but all the Spider Mans are kind of like notorious for doing it. They just throw in a villain in for a few seconds, like the last one they put in the Rhino for like the last scene. But see, that was even worse because that movie ended on a, such a cliffhanger with like him gonna fight the Rhino, and then they. He never made the Amazing Spider-Man yeah. three because yeah. of the rights and everything. So because yeah, he talks smack. Yeah, that was the worst. <laughs> I, I hated that. Even the way that movie ended. I remember seeing that in theaters and then seeing that clash with Ryan. I was like, "That's yeah. how you're gonna effing end this movie? That's the cheapest thing." Even though I did like that movie, but that ending was that was weird. And yeah, I don't know. I always thought too, how would they do the Rhino? Because like. In the comics and in the cartoon, the rhino's just this big, huge <laughs> behemoth. It's not a, it's not a guy in a machine, you know. Yeah, yeah. So that was their big answer. Yeah. Look what yeah. Happened. Yeah. Other than that, it was cool. I mean, I liked seeing him with the suit. I liked the struggle with him getting it taken away, and the whole overarching concept of him wanting to be part of a bigger mission, but dealing with these kind of petty crimes early on. And then mm-hmm. reporting to not even anybody within the Avengers. It was just, you're reporting to Happy, who was yeah, who's he, been in the other movies, yeah. kind of that mediator. He's never returned his calls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but then that's also kind of that him. teenage, like you know, you kind of feel for him, kind of growing up and he's and sending a million messages, dealing with this stuff. And um, so, out of ten, what's your? I score? would say probably at least like yeah, an eight or high eight. That's, for me. that's what I would give it to. I would give it an eight. Yeah, uh, I got to say it's. It's my favorite Spider-Man movie. It is okay. Uh, as as far as being the closest to the comics, and what I've read of Spider-Man, yeah, um, I I definitely think it it hit it the most. I think so too. And as far as that that respect goes, because like I was saying about the monument, if him having to climb up to the top of it, and then from that point dealing with well, how do I get into the building? You know, 
you got to think about your character you're making a movie for and what his powers are and what he's limited to. And I feel like they did a really good job of tapping into what can Spider-Man realistically do with, mm-hmm. with only like webbing and a little bit of super strength. And it's kind of about it. You know, they never yeah. showed spider sense or anything like that. It was pretty much. Yeah. He, I didn't he, even think about that. You know, no he could climb on the walls a little bit. He had webbing that he developed himself and he's, he's a little bit stronger, but yeah. you know, and that's what you're dealing with. And I like, and I think they did a good arc of the whole thing of showing him coming to terms with those abilities and what he can do. And, and the shout outs to and the technology provided with him like that suit being able to do different types of shooting like the taser web and yeah this kind of a thing which was cool like but, even before the movie i saw a lot of people complaining about that like oh iron man and his gadgets like this doesn't seem like a spider-man movie he, yeah, why he have so there's much a gadgets? lot of iron man in that movie man but like that's the spider-man comic but i don't i honestly don't think that he was in it that much yeah but like even his like his, as far as his influence is concerned with the gadgets and all that stuff people yeah. weren't really happy but i'm like that's spider-man like with that suit yeah i mean but granted, it's not like he was an unstoppable superhero with uh, all that yeah, stuff too. Yeah, I mean, he easy. had so much stuff at his disposable, and and he disposable <laughs> his his disposal, <laughs> and he didn't use all of it. You know, I mean, yeah, and he had the, the suit taken away pretty early, and then when he did have the suit, it was it was even practical in that sense. You know, like okay, I can do some tasing shots, maybe like a burst fire shot, or like a spider bomb, but it wasn't like he had you know a nuke attached to his wrist you know or, or rocket like boosters that. yeah it was all pretty like practical as far as like what could fit in the suit i did like the little drone that popped out of his yeah that his was chest neat. that was kind of cool and the idea of okay well spider-man would have this recon droid and and that was i thought that was a cool concept you know and that fits with his character mm, as far shout as shout outs to to karen the ai the, in the suit yeah that's my girl right there best girl of spider-man <laughs> <laughs> yeah she I, really liked him she was cool. I, I liked her a lot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, I got. I forgot to look up who that voice was, but. Uh, oh no, yeah. yeah, another thing too. Um, you remember in the beginning too, when because he always does it in every Marvel movie. Stan Lee's little cameos. Oh yeah. Right. So, yeah. so he's like, "Don't break into that. That's his car. Stop breaking into that car. Yeah. It's his so car. don't make so, me come down there." So when I saw it with my daughter, it was pretty crowded, and so when Stan Lee came out, everyone's like, everyone's like, "Whoa!" Like laughing, right? And then my daughter looks at me. She goes, "What?" Why are they doing that? I was like, I was like, babe, that's that guy right there, that old man. She goes, yeah. I'm like, that's the creator of Spider Man. She goes, really? I was like, yeah. So that, that's why everyone's everyone's yeah, excited. Everyone's getting excited. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That funny scene. That lady was like, hey, how you doing? He's all high. Hitting on that girl. <laughs> yeah, that's that's right. that lady. Yeah. yeah then then my, my daughter's like, how old is he? I'm like, he's in his 90s. He goes, Spider Man's been around that long. I'm like, he's pretty. Yeah, Spider Man's pretty old, babe. She's uh, yeah. I mean, the whole webbing underneath. His uh, armpits was a callback to like the old Spider-Man right. comics and stuff, you know. And then even uh, his homemade suit with the hoodie, uh, which is probably mm-hmm. one of my favorites Spider-Man costumes. Yeah, with those goggles. The, the Ultimate. Uh, from, I don't know if it's. I think it's from the Ultimates or some some other storyline. But he had, he had a little bit. It wasn't the, It wasn't the exact copy of the the comic, but the fact that he had the hoodie on was pretty gangster. Yeah, I was I was down. Because what was the the big point was like if you're nothing without, if you you, you know you're nothing without the suit, then you're nothing at yeah, all, yeah, kind yeah, of a thing. Yeah. And that was. Kind of a theme with the movie with Spider Man. I just think they handled like the vulnerability of Peter Parker really well. Like, yeah, uh, exactly the vulnerability yeah. uh, with his the way his aunt like they don't say Uncle Ben's name at all, but they no. allude to him. Like, I was thinking about it more and more because I wanted to write a review, but I didn't get around to it. But like, Uncle Ben is a huge influence in this in this movie. The whole thing about Aunt May freaking out mm-hmm. about him being gone and or or stuff happening and he's not answering it's, it's because of 
Uncle Ben being, that's true. And they being never murdered really, out on the street. Yeah. Yeah, they never really come out and say that. But, but it's that's all influenced by him, you know? Yeah. Uh, which, which is pretty... I really like how they did that. Very which subtle. is interesting, yeah, because between that and then the origin story of Spider-Man, you know, it was, was just... They didn't even need to, need to mention it. Yeah. It was you just know, like, yeah, hey, I got bit by a spider. The spider's dead. It's you kind of know that story, you know? Yeah, yeah. I liked how they just jumped into... Uh, I mean, the movie literally starts with him cutting up video on his cell phone and showing kind of his yeah, ear. His, his tour with, at the Stark and all that stuff. Yeah, and I thought really that was good. cool if they Very chopped good. it up between Civil War stuff and then, what was it, eight years later? Yeah, that he so, was recording during Civil War. So he's been doing it for a little while. I mean, obviously he's he's still like learning a ton and he's not doing a whole lot. That's the whole point of him trying to ask the Avengers for a new mission because he's dealing with like a robbery here or there. Well, or, I have to say, or a car chase. Or my favorite but. scene and what probably made me like it the most, uh, thinking back on it, was the scene where uh, he tries to go after the vulture uh, after the homecoming thing, and uh, the vulture drops the building on him, and then he's yeah. he's trying to get out, but he he's a kid in that scene, like he starts freaking out and like hyperventilating, and he's mm-hmm. like, I can't, I just can't, I can't, like he, yeah, you he, can tell he starts crying, really, yeah, like. like until he he sucks it up and is like, no, no, hold on, come on, Peter, you could do this. Because then he's like, okay, well, this is what I've been telling myself I am. I need to like live up to that yeah, for I, myself at least. Exactly, and I, I just think that scene encompasses what yeah. Spider Man is to I me. Like, I like yeah. that part too, like where Michael Keaton's like talking to him. He goes, well, the reason I'm kind of stalling, I'm, I'm getting her fired up, and then boom, the suit comes yeah. flying at him. Yeah. That, that was pretty cool too. And I thought like, the scene even hit me. I thought on Vulture's part that the the suit was practical too in a way i mean yeah. it wasn't like he had all this crazy stuff on it i mean it, uh, the design worked with the engines and him flying around mm-hmm. i mean other than that it was like he could grab stuff with his feet because he had like the like, like all terrain yeah. kind of like boots on but yeah it wasn't like he was they had like scissors at the end the only thing is i don't know how he would control every individual aspect of that thing that like the thing has like a million functions yeah like how when he got hit the web i think all of a sudden there was like scissors at the end of it and it's like how's he doing that like yeah you know that's true i yeah. thought he'd be focused on flying com- completely yeah. but uh <laughs> it was also weird well i don't know if it's weird but i i thought it was also interesting that a big tie-in with the whole story was we're getting this alien technology from wreckages of other movies you know yeah, uh, yeah avengers, avengers part one right? you know in new york it's and Atari. then after that happens, they're still getting all the stuff shipped in from uh, Sokovia from Avengers Part Two, and that's how they're you know that's how he has like those cubes he throws down that like gets rid of the floor, and you can see like they have right all these it. weapons that they're you know pedaling and everything, and that are, guys are trying to get off of them. So that was interesting. That that's smart. In a nutshell, that was the the, the plot. underlying yeah. thing of everything for Spider Man was just like all the stuff that's out there and, from and the other movies stop. and how yeah, like that's you think about it, that stuff had to go somewhere, right? And it was also interesting to see how. They treated that as far as like, oh, the Avengers are doing something else. The government's just like, yeah, like we hire crews to clean it up. You know, it's a third party contractor kind of thing. It, yeah. You know, like that's just that's just the way that the world has kind of been working. Mm-hmm. It was cool, yeah. And then also, I mean, just with the the girl, um, yeah. The whole point of him like liking this girl, but then having like a almost like a harsh reality at the end of everything is like, well, he kind of. I mean, he was doing what he thought was the right thing and the good thing. In reality, it was. But, I mean, he screwed over this girl's family that he really loved. But they kind of wrote it off and in, like, a quick way. But at the same time, it's like that's how things are sometimes. And Yeah. I mean, Peter Bart, I mean, he just – he needed to do what he thought was most important. And sorry that I had to do this to you, but 
Like she'll never understand. You know, like why and then you, and then you know that things move on and it goes from there and yeah. you carry on and keep going. Yeah, another thing too, what a lot of people didn't notice too. I didn't notice it too until I started um, going online. The Scorpions in that movie too. Oh, yeah, really? he he's yeah. the dude that he talks to in the post credit scene. Yeah, he was on the on the ship. Oh, okay, uh, apparently. Yeah, he's then, just yeah. not he's not in the suit or his armor or he's whatever. Just a, but he's, he's just a guy. Yeah, he's just a guy yeah. there, and he has the big old scorpion tattoo. I didn't know that was him, but okay, yeah. Yeah, I read yeah. that after the fact. I, I didn't know why. I, I didn't know either. either. Yeah, yeah, he's been another big and did, did, famous did, did, bad. Did you guys see the post ending? Uh, scene though where he's talking to him in the jail yeah that's what i was talking about yeah, yeah. that's the one too that i, I kind of like that too because vulture knew who he, who spider-man is he knows it's peter parker and he goes yeah word is out something like this like word is outside you know who spider-man is he, yeah. goes, he goes no i don't know who he is yeah but he didn't give him up yeah he goes, he, goes, he goes if i knew i would kill him already and he yeah. goes so he didn't give he, he knows yeah. yeah so the vulture wants to he, i guess the vulture's plotting his revenge or something like that but at the same time i think he kind of gave peter parker a break because he kind of he saved you, his life. You own him one, almost? Yeah. You know how the uh, me and Tanner talked about this after we saw the movie. Like, he, after he saved his life in the cab, so, you know, like, yeah, hey, I didn't kill you right now, so I, this is me saving your life. You better thank me. And then at the end, when the vulture's trying to carry that stuff away, even though his wings are all, like, about to burst, yeah, and they did, overloaded. he gets saved by Peter. And mm. I think I think that's a thing where he's like, you know what? He saved my life. All right, I got I mean, I put you to jail, but yeah. I could have killed you. And I'll give him this one, you know? Yeah. You know. I still get to see him visited by my family because remember he, his family was visiting right there mm-hmm. at that moment. So yeah, um, I mean I think they tack that on at the end because he's probably going to give up the information in another movie at some point. That or he's going to escape and go get, him get something. Get it, yeah, to find a way. Yeah, one way or another. Yeah, I th- but the thing about all Spider-Man movies I've done, the the next one that comes out, it's always a different villain. So I doubt I doubt it's going to be the Vulture again, and if it is. He's not gonna have that much scene scene time in. Mm-hmm. My best guess, even though Michael Keaton was a great vulture. Yeah, yeah, that was really cool. Uh, I really didn't know much about the vulture other than a couple of appearances I've read, but he definitely turned him into like a big player. Yeah, he was a great vulture, man. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, again, my favorite Spider-Man movie it wasn't the best for you, I I guess, but uh, nah, but like I said, to each its own, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I, just, I mean, granted, I I do think the other Spider-Man movies are still pretty cool. I like, I like parts of each of them. Um, but through and through, I think this one was better than the others. All right, that's Spider-Man, kids. Um, real and quick, and I think the, I mean, as far as just even just the actor goes, I I thought he was a cool Peter Parker. Yeah, nothing, yeah. nothing, yeah. nothing too was um. I guess his friend, what was his friend's name? Ned, the big guy. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's one of the goblins, right? Really? Yeah, that's. I think that's. What's that? Not the Green Goblin. What's that other Goblin's name? Hobgoblin. Hobgoblin. He's the. That's the Hobgoblin. Wait, isn't that the Osborns though? Isn't that the, the father and son are? are the I don't know. Them? Ned. Ned. Whatever is one of the Hobgoblins. It's, right. it's the one with the orange or yellow cape, not the. Uh, that's not the weird. green one. So also, no. what was weird? I think Here we go. Yeah. MJ. MJ. Yeah. The whole MJ thing. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Like uh, all okay, of a sudden, so her name was Michelle. Yeah, that's why I, 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 I kind of like. Her hair wasn't red. I'm not I don't, sure. Where yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't care that Zendaya was was MJ, but like I was trying. I was like, why? Why are they making her MJ? If her name is Michelle because MJ is short for Mary Jane. Well, that's what right? I'm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. So at the Jane end, Watson. like my friends call me MJ, and I'm like, where does that come from? I mean, like, I don't care that she's not. She doesn't look anything like the real Mary Jane. I don't care that she's. Yeah, not. I just don't know if that's like writing that was just you know yeah, overlooked or something i have yeah. no idea like or I, maybe there's just a middle name with the j that we don't know about i'm gonna be honest the red hair the fact that she doesn't have red hair bothers me okay i need the red hair and mary jane Everything i mean also whatever, aside but... from that as far as watching the whole movie with her she's a very different mj 
Is, She's yeah, a bitch. From what you would expect. <laughs> MJ was a farmer, the popular girl in school. Yeah, I, you know? I, I like that part too. Remember when, 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 when Peter walks into the prom and she just looks at him and waves yeah, and she flips, flips him, him off? off. That was pretty <laughs> good. Yeah, she was a neat character, but I, I don't know about I do like her character. MJ, yeah. yeah that I, was a weird. Especially coming weird. off of the whole. The girl I really like is just leaving, and you ride her out of the story, That's and then it goes to the right. but it was, straight to MJ, it, which is a little weird. It would have probably been a, a better if that was just a character at her own, not Mary Jane. Yeah, she know? was a, she was a great character. Yeah, yeah, because I like that part too when the when the teacher's like, "Why are you even here? You're not even in detention." She's like, "I'm just here to draw your depression or whatever it was." She well, you, Hannibal was great so. What do you think yeah. the setup is there? Like, what are they going to do with that? I mean, because they would not have mentioned it or thrown anything in. She's going to be the next Mary Jane. Of, she's gonna well, be she's next. Mary Jane, and yeah. uh, just look at all that setup she had. Like, that. But I mean, you're talking the next about movie. There's going to be a heavily, heavily like love interest there. Maybe Probably she's going to be thrown dye her hair red. It's going to be another. <laughs> I don't think she's going to dye her hair red. But, but I think it's going to be another story of Peter Parker's, you know. Yeah, personal life is threatened because someone knows who she is. Um, that's kind of thing. Yeah, you got to wait to see. But as far as like you in that detention scene you were talking about. That was all secretly there to show that she's actually in love with Parker. Like, she's uh, obsessed with him, you know? Um, like, she always knows where he's at, knows what he's doing, whatever, you know? And uh, she actually does like him. And she gives him that little look when he runs off at the end. Yeah. Um, but uh, It got me thinking, though, how many, in the Marvel Universe, how many of the superheroes are out there? I mean, people know who Tony Stark is and where to find him. People know Captain America is Steve Rogers and where to find him. Well, he's th- a war criminal, technically, remember Hannibal but I think said. <laughs> other than that, Peter Parker is the only other... I mean, no one... No one knows... No, pub- uh, publicly, they don't know who Peter Parker is. But as yeah. far as, like, villains knowing who, like, a character really is and who to go after, that's Spider-Man is one of those few where That's a good question, man. kind of find out who he is. and Everybody knows... It kind of got me thinking about the end of the movie, too, where he was about to be presented with that new suit uh-huh. and then go out there. It's almost like yeah, which, a Civil War story Civil where he's War, like, you know, yeah. hey, like... He I'm Peter Parker, and I've been Spider-Man for the last, like, eight years or something. Yeah, everything and the villains on the other end of the TV being like, what, are you freaking kidding me? And, like, and then all hell, like, going after yeah, him. Yeah, so. it immediately goes to shit for him after that, and then he joins Capside. <laughs> so, I mean, they didn't do that, so I guess he's not outed in that way. But I I, I always like that dynamic of, of Peter Parker struggling with right. that, like, part of his life. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad that's... Especially at, like, that. a young age. He's, like, the youngest, and he's just this kid, but... He's, and it's so much is going on. He's trying to take it all in, you know, and stay yeah. like stay afloat at the same time. I mean, just going back to the end of the movie of him being like, you know, I was looking so forward to being part of the Avengers, and this is what I really wanted. But then realizing, you know, like I need to stay in school, live out, see my my years through as as you know a kid and a teenager, and going through this and growing up, and um, because he won't get a second chance. And trying to trying to help the little guy when I can, you know, that's mm-hmm. that's Spider Man right mm-hmm. there. And, Peter Parker. Also, so. shout out to that one guy that the talk dog, sta- hot dog stand guy that was like, "Hey, you Spider Man, do a flip." Yeah, yeah, and then he did. yeah. He did a flip. He's he like, "Yeah, <laughs> that scene was great." That's yeah. Spider Man right there, kids. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it was, it was cool. Yeah, I liked it. You want to? F- and then the ribbon. You said you saw the freaking uh, what the fuck it is called? War of Planet of the Apes. Jesus Christ! <laughs> we lost to the monkeys. Um, tell me, tell us, dirty Abe. Tell us the, real quick how we lost to the monkeys. Uh, okay, so spoilers, spoilers. We uh, lost to the monkeys. I didn't like that movie too much. Uh, I gave it like a five out of ten. My daughter wanted to see it really bad. They like, only one point below Spider Man. Yeah. <laughs> um, see, I didn't see the first two. So I didn't see them either. My, it's my, all new. I saw the first. One. My daughter just wanted to see it. So, um, really quick review. Um, I didn't like it too much. You know, I'm mostly there for my daughter. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, fight scenes. There's a lot of shooting going back and forth. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, what I want to know 
is how the fuck we how the fuck we lose to the monkeys. You really want me to spoil it and tell you the ending? So we have bad spoilers so, here, kids. We so, have. I just want to know. We have fucking airplanes. So what happens is the monkeys are all escaping from this concentration <laughs> camp, right? And as they're escaping, well, humans are fighting humans too. It's not just humans versus monkey. It's, so there's humans on that monkey side. Not on the monkey side. There's there's humans that are killing humans and monkeys. Oh, come on. Or apes, whatever. So as the fight scene's going on, the monkeys are escaping, and all of a sudden, this whole new army comes and just kills out, you know, Woody Harrelson's army. And by the way, Woody Harrelson was a fucking awesome villain. He, like one of the monkeys said, you got to see this colonel's eyes. There's so much, there's so much hate, and there's so much darkness in this guy's eyes. So in the beginning, Woody Harrelson goes to the the main character's uh, monkey named Caesar. He goes to his little like hideout and he personally kills himself. He kills Caesar's wife and older son, and he wanted to know that he wanted Caesar to know that he killed him. So he shoots them. He shoots them in the head and kills them. And then he turns around and just with this fucking vicious glare, he gives that monkey, he gives Caesar this look. And I was like, oh, damn. Because, like, he he set the tone right there. Like, you know, know Woody Harrelson wasn't fucking around anymore. And he, so Woody Harrelson, in the end, he captures a lot of these monkeys. He captures Caesar's uh, clan, I would say. He puts them in the, the work camp. They find a way to escape. And as they're escaping, another army attacks Woody Harrelson's army. And he they kill him off completely. And then... The other army that just won noticed there's monkeys on the side right here. On the, on, so they're, go, they're about to go kill these monkeys. And then an avalanche happens. This big, huge uh. avalanche happens. So all the apes climb up in the tree really high, and they nobody dies in the avalanche. But all the humans die because of that avalanche or get wiped out, whatever. That's how the monkey, the apes beat us. That's fucking dumb. Just because we couldn't climb some trees. They're like, oh, cuz, this is it. And that's it. That's how the monkeys win. Like that's how they win, and then they find. Um, they're trying to find like this new, I guess, utopia to say, because like the son that got killed, Caesar's son, he was a scout. He so he came back before he died. He, he said, "Yeah, Dad, I found this place. It's a lot of desert. Um, there's no humans around. We could live there in peace." So they're looking for this desert. They're living in like some. It's already winter, and it's, there's snow everywhere, and they're yeah, hi- yeah. they're hiding in caves under waterfalls, things like that. So as they're getting ready to go the next morning to this desert, that's when Woody Harrelson comes while they're sleeping. He kills the he kills the son, he kills the wife, he kills a couple of more apes. That's how it, it started off. So when his family dies, <laughs> uh, they're like, "No, let's go to the desert. Let's forget about it." I'm sorry, Caesar. And Caesar's like, "No, I'm I'm gonna go find this colonel right now, and you can come you can come with me or without me." So a few of his loyal uh, clansmen go with him and then that's pretty much how there's a lot of fighting a lot of shooting not a great movie though but has its moments has a lot of fight scenes we have okay that sounds cool we have planes man <laughs> monkeys can't fight planes no there's there's actually helicopters in the scene and the monkeys shoot them with the rocket launcher man. okay we're done here <laughs> have guided rocket launcher so you okay. saw dunkirk right i didn't see that but uh Tanner, Tanner over here, dude. Yes, I'm um, gonna watch it in a couple of days, so don't spoil it for me. Okay. What do you think of it, man? It was a very, it was a very Christopher Nolan movie. Okay. Um, if you know what I mean. So as far as the music goes, and the tone, and the pacing, um, and just the direction it was very Nolan. Um, you think of those tense moments from like Inception and Memento, and then like those musical cues, the Dark Knight. 
and Interstellar and the kind of tension building, but also the way that Memento and Inception kind of some of the scenes they were chopped up, but then they they landed and can kind of concluded all together. What was a very like a thing in this movie? Okay, so you have I think about four characters that the movie follows. Okay. And it kind of builds on top of each other. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? And then it lands on like, this is the resolution for everybody. Cool. But then that happens like two or three times throughout the movie. But okay. then it kind of picks up and like, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? And then like, okay, then you get how this has happened or where everyone's at at this point in the movie. And then it goes from there until the movie ends. So it was, that whole pacing was, was, was that way. I felt it was a little bit slow. All right. And sometimes, I mean, I feel like it was about an hour and 40 minutes. I thought they probably could have done it in about an hour and 10. Um, and it's just very simple, like the way the, the shots were cut up and stuff. I feel like they could have trimmed some time off of that to help the pacing a little bit more. But it was cool. It's a very cool story. It's not going to be an action-packed war movie. You know, it's not that kind of a movie. There are scenes with, you know, gunfighting and bombs and stuff going off, but it's very much about following these characters and how they're escaping the war well, behind I, them. Like, I hear the movie's basically, like, anxiety. Like, if you can put anxiety it is, into a movie. Yeah, for like these characters, like, you really uh, feel for them trying to... It's almost like at the last second, they're escaping these things blowing off behind them. Not right. literally in the sense of explosions, but, right, like, right. just these things that are these situations one step there. behind them, and they're, like, skin of their teeth getting out of it. Okay. And um, so it follows, you know, a couple of main guys who are on the ground... Tom Hardy, whose character is a pilot in the plane. Is he sick? Just tell me if he's cool. Yeah, he's cool. And right. um, it's not like it's too involved with him either. It's, <laughs> it's actually a pretty small role for him. I mean, he comes into play as far as the story and stuff goes, but it's not like there's a ton of dialogue there yeah, or anything like I, I don't, that. I don't think Tom Hardy's ever disappointed me. He's cool. I mean, I mean it's a very straightforward role. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's a, he's a uh, fighter pilot. Um, okay. In one of these Spitfire jets for the British, he's been and, cool uh, in a lot of movies, man. And I'm I'm really glad they're they're making him Venom too. I think he's gonna do that really yeah. well. Do you yeah, ever watch that movie he did? Uh, was it called Legend? What's that about? Uh-huh. It's about it's about these two twin brothers that were like running the crime biz, like the mob in in London. No, nah, and seen uh, it. he played both brothers. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, <he played laughs> both brothers. It's freaking. It's amazing. It's but, uh, Is it on Netflix or I don't know. I don't know if it's on. I don't know if it's on anything. But I, I saw that one in the theater. Yeah, it's called Legend. It just kind of came by. I liked him in Bronson. That's for sure. He yeah, was funny. He was funny that's, that's as shit. One. Yeah, he's been good in everything he does, and he was cool in this. Like I said, it wasn't. He wasn't the main character. He had you know, his He was a front center, but he was definitely the co-star so, for some of these scenes and had a big point in the overall story. But it goes between him as the fighter pilot, um, a couple of characters who are the civilians who are ordered by the Navy to go to Dunkirk and rescue all these soldiers who are pretty much stranded at the beach, you know, and they're waiting for the rides off. But the thing is, throughout the movie, you know, the war is moving around. The war is moving to the, the beach where they're at. You know, these soldiers are at, and they're trying to get off of the, the shore. Meanwhile, the, the Germans are closing in. Right. So they're fighting against time, you know, to get help to the beach and then get escorted off. And it pretty much just falls. That's the whole story. It's yeah, so, what these guys are doing and what's going on in that. And it takes place, I think, in a week. Yeah, it's a real story. Up, it's a real story that happened. Actually it's out. a very really known thing where the movie starts up and for each character it starts to follow. It tells you a timeline. 
So it tells you like, oh, this guy, and it's like one week. And then it shoots to Tom Hardy, and it's like one hour. And then it shoots to the civilians, and it's like one day. So that's what I'm saying about by the time the movie is like wrapping up, you see like what Tom Hardy did in an hour, and then what these guys in the boats did in one day, and then what the guys were doing the whole week waiting to get off the beach. And it kind of all lines up and falls in at the end where you're like, okay, this makes sense. And right. Okay. It's one of those movies where you can probably rewatch it again. You can see little parts here and there to where like, probably missed or oh, like this was happening in this scene for this character. Like, and it's also, but it's like a background thing for this guy and his story of like what's going on. Okay. Um, but yes. it's cool. So out of 10, what would you give it? Uh, well, besides everything though, I would say probably like a seven or eight. Damn. Actually, just only because I feel like the pacing, okay, it's, it's cool. But I feel like as far as after watching it the first time, to rewatch it, it's going to be one of those movies where you have it on in the background while you're doing something else. Okay, you, you pretty much after seeing it the one time, you you spoil to all of the twists and setup that's going on. Right. So it's a little bit hard to check it out again and have that sense of wonder and surprise, you know, okay. because so much of it is like tension and anticipation right right it's hard to like um, do that again and seeing the same thing but it is a cool story okay um, well i'm gonna yeah, see definitely it we're checking out. i'm gonna see it and like uh, th- there's a lot of for me personally i'm very hyped on that movie like i'm going there and they're expecting it to be like 10 out of 10 blow me away because you know but so we'll see if it lives up to my expectations from what you're telling me it seems like it's still right still right up my alley so yeah it's uh, cool i mean it's definitely like i said it's not a uh explosions everywhere war movie right. it's more of a this deep story between what these guys were going through in a very confined situation okay. of like trying to paint a picture of imagine this little thing that happened that maybe went missed in the history of storytelling and wars and stuff, mm-hmm. but it was and how important or to those people that went through. Yeah. To, to these people that went through it, how devastating or how big it, it might've seemed to them, even though it was probably a small little thing. A small incident. Okay. All right, that's Dunkirk, kids. Uh, we'll get into it more next week, and uh, that's the podcast. Um, we do our due diligence, I guess, right now. Um, mm-hmm, go ahead, mm-hmm. let let the people know why you take a drink. Yeah, uh, everyday thread sponsored by Rolling Rock. Sponsored by Rolling Rock. Thank you, Rolling Rock. Everyday thread on Twitter, or well, everyday underscore thread on Twitter. Everyday thread on uh, YouTube for some video game videos with commentary. Uh, the website, everydaythread.com, which I apologize again, is still pretty out of date. Yeah, I apologize too because yeah, I was supposed to write a Spider-Man thing. I mean, we update the calendar and stuff like that, but as far as an actual full-featured article written out, you know, it's, I can probably it's, do, it's, I can, it's been a while. I can probably do something like that too, man. I can probably do some injustice reviews or character yeah, reviews cool. and yeah, shit yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. And then um, other than that, Instagram, where we have – it's more it's photo-based. I mean, honestly, that's what Instagram is. So it's just photos of – uh, video game boxes and game of the day and stuff like that, you know, whatever. Yeah. But, cool. And uh, Grandmaster, where, where can the good people find you? YouTube and Twitter is either, it's the same thing. If you type in one, you get the other. It can be Grandmaster Gamma or Crimson Sky 87. As far as my Twitter goes, I sent a message to DSP and he blocked me. I was pretty <laughs> upset about that. Uh, I tweeted him before we started the show and uh, I've yet to be answered. <laughs> he answered me right away. I told him. I told him how it really felt. I told him I want to punch him in the skull as hard as I can. And he, I was honest with him. And he wrote back to me yeah, like literally a minute. He wrote back to me a minute later saying, you know what? You're mentally ill. And he blocked me after that. But then again, a lot of people liked it. They retweeted it. They gave it a little heart. So I think it was a good tweet. Yeah, yeah. so you did good. Yeah. yeah. 
So we'll see how mine fares. Uh, he's probably asleep right now. Actually, no, he's West Coast now. Yeah, I, I think he, I think you called out ET. So oh uh, yeah, I put I threw the podcast out there. <laughs> I won't I won't repeat what I said, but uh, it's, it's well, pretty. Just, glorious. Well, just just check, check it. it just check it. If you're blocked, then you're blocked. I mean, he responded well, to me though. We'll have the yeah we'll have the official everyday thread uh, retweet. <laughs> I'm me. pretty sure he's gonna block. He blocks everybody on Twitter. Man. Oh yeah, yeah, with the quickness. Yeah, and then um. Yeah, that's gonna do it for us. And uh, shout outs to you know, I have a very special immortal words today. We lost another famous guy. Uh, this guy was a, kind of a big deal to me as far as inspiration is concerned. Uh, George A. Romero. Oh, oh yeah, yeah man. Of zombie Dawn fame. Of the dead. Yeah, of just straight up zombie fame. Yeah, you know, yeah, he was the kind of the beginning and the end of that stuff. I mean, it's been a few days, but yeah, definitely still recent though. Still yeah, really recent. Definitely, big, yeah, definitely a bummer. I, I love those Definitely a big influence. I mean, yeah, I watched that movie as a kid, uh, the original, and I, I still watch it to this day. I, I watched it the day he, I heard he passed. And uh, I got a couple quotes. Um, there's, uh, there's a couple quotes here that, that, that he said, and I want to say two of them. So that's the first one here. In the immortal words, George A. Romero, my story is about humans and how they react or fail to react or react stupidly. I'm pointing the finger at us, not at the zombies. I try to respect, respect and sympathize with the zombies as much as possible. And lastly... That's a good one there. Yeah. It's uh, it's on us, really. Right. That's, that's always what they were about, you know. The, and last but not least, another quote of his in the immortal words of George Romero. I'm like my zombies. I won't stay dead. <laughs> good night, everybody. Nice. Night. See you all later. See ya. Fucking monkeys can't fight planes. <laughs>